Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Nintendo Fuse podcast. We are in episode 168, entitled Rumors and Direct Reactions, and we're going to be doing a lot of that today. My name is Steve. I'm your host, but I am also joined by Greg. Hey, Greg, how's it going? Hey, everyone. How's it going? Doing, doing pretty good. well. Pretty well. Be yeah. excited to uh, talk games with you, Greg, and uh, we're also joined by Barry. Hey, Barry. Hey, Steve and everybody. Let's do this. Let's do this. We got a lot to talk about today uh, in terms of, like I said, rumors and the Nintendo Direct that finally did happen. But before we jump into that, let's uh, let's talk about what we've been playing lately. So, uh, Greg, how about you go first? Which what's been occupying your Nintendo Switch uh, recently? Um, let's see. I think it's just been the same as last time. A little bit of Smash Brothers here and a little bit of Paw Patrol over there. <laughs> so nice. um, I'm very close, like inching my way towards uh, doing that, and I'm looking forward to playing more, a lot more Switch uh, this week and the following week. So that's been my plan of action. I'm still going after Dragalia Lost and Fire Emblem Heroes, so that's a little bit easier to keep up with since it's on a mobile device. Cool. You make any uh, further like progress in the the single player stuff for Smash? No, I'm still in like the lower, um, the towards the end of it. I think there's only like a few more um, spirits left to challenge, I believe. So I don't know how far you guys are, if you completed it or not. So I didn't really want to yeah, spoil well, it if you didn't make it there. I know, very, very, you got like 100%, right? Yeah. Or basically, yeah. So yeah, I, I've still got to go back to the single player. Um, recently, the only times I'm playing Smash is with friends. And so we just, we just battle each other and I haven't been back to the single player in a while. Yeah, I still haven't touched the multiplayer yet. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Like how we we approach games in the complete opposite way. Like I barely touched the uh, single player in Splatoon, and that's that's pretty much all you play. So, yeah. Did you unlock all the characters though, Steve, or do you yeah. still have some? Yeah. 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 I did that. I, I grinded through that. Um, I think like the it was within the first week or so of having the game. I, I did a lot of grinding and tried to get them all unlocked because I had, I had some friends coming over uh, one week and, and I wanted to get them all unlocked before, before they came over to play. So I, uh, I spent a couple afternoons and evenings uh, getting them all unlocked. I think I still have like another 10 or something left, I think, but yeah, I just did it like the, uh, like, like I said, the grinding way. I didn't, I haven't played through all the, uh, the single player to unlock them that way. So I probably would have, but uh, but it's it's too much to like like to have to do all that to get to the brand new characters. I was like, no, I'm just gonna I'm gonna do it this this quick way and, and get it done. So. Uh, Barry, what you been playing lately? Uh, a lot of the same too. I've been doing uh, on the phone. I've been doing Pokemon Go and, and Dragalia Lost, of course. And uh, on the Switch, <clears throat> I haven't done as much i did tetris 99 when that came out which we'll talk about and the deuce ex machina demo i played quite a lot of the the prototype missions uh so we'll talk a little bit about that uh later uh, my impressions and we have a game chat on that on both of those actually going up uh here soon on the site uh and believe it or not i've actually powered on my 3ds wow. uh, i have been playing some etrian odyssey nexus uh which uh, I love the Etrian Odyssey series, and so far this one isn't my favorite, but it's, you know, it's interesting. It's a little more more build-your-own custom party kind of deal than the uh, 
than the other ones are because there's more classes and uh it's 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 tougher than i remember I don't, like at least like reviving like it's harder to revive people at least early in the game i have to like run back to town to to stay at the inn to revive like oh this is old school final fantasy kind of uh i don't remember it being like that in four and five um but it's been a while since i played those so it totally could be and, and i just could be blanking it but yeah i've been doing that and i actually hope to to move on to mario and luigi bowser's inside story on the 3ds while i have it up and running um but yeah that's it's shocker to, to include that in my now playing. <laughs> Especially since we uh, talked about uh, last podcast that the 3DS is, uh, you know, most likely going to be dying. And yeah. you booted it up for the first time in a long time. It just came out, you know, new games. There's still two physical, two, yeah, two more physical games confirmed, which is uh, Persona Q2 and uh, Kirby Extra Epic Yarn. Um, but we'll see. What what comes in the future? Who knows? Nintendo could be like, here's a new Direct that's just 3DS software. <laughs> That's very true. And our, all our predictions about the mini or whatever uh, Switch mini is going to go away and 3DS lives on for another year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. What about you? So, uh, so I have been playing uh, Tetris 99 as well. Uh, spent a lot of time with that. And um, looking forward to actually uh, hearing you guys uh, game chat about it because I had my own thoughts about that game. I uh, just wasn't able to make it in the game chat. So I'm, I'm excited to see what you guys have to say about that. Um, it's been fun, um, but it's it's a different kind of Tetris game for sure. And um, especially because you know, you're competing with 99 other players at the same time and they don't really give you a whole lot of information uh about how to play the game you just gotta figure it out um but there's a lot of tutorials out there there's uh, a couple uh videos uh that i'd say um game explain um has some really cool uh tutorials out there and uh they've got a guy that uh is doing some videos like some uh, tip videos and stuff so if you need some stuff that's probably one of the best places to go about that game but um i did to barry's delight play some xenoblade chronicles 2 torna um over the last couple weeks and i've actually made it to torna uh with the uh with my party of i think like nine or ten people that are in my party now so it's it's kind of crazy how big it keeps growing um but uh but it's been pretty fun um barry there's one thing that i i'd forgotten to say the last time i played it which was like several months ago um and and i want to know if, if this is just me or or if you also even though you have you love this game uh, i want to know if it also bothered you when when you open a chest or you go searching or whatever like i i do not like the fact that i have to actually walk around in a circle to pick up everything like why don't i just get it automatically <laughs> it never really bothered me <laughs> it's just it's like it's like there, a little thing there are just, um yeah. i think i I, I know in the original you could upgrade some of the blades to have like a pull, they'll pull um, things in. But I think Torna might have one of the blades because Torna does only have nine characters. It's it's much much truncated. Mm-hmm. It's three primaries and six blades, and mm-hmm. that's the whole your whole party. You don't okay. get any more than that. So, have you made it to the capital of Torna? No, I've, I just got to Torna and uh, and and called it quits that day because I'd already played for a, a few hours. But uh, yeah, I just got to. I think the city. I think I'd, I'd walked around just a little bit, but that's about it. Okay, yeah, because you know, Torna is not really big. I mean, like, like what they allow you to do in the game. Um, you're you're honestly, if you wanted to, just push through to the end of the game, you could probably push through in maybe just a couple hours at this point. Um, I know you have to help a certain amount of of residents. 
um, in order to continue. Um, I never hit that as a wall because I would always do every side quest as it came up. Um, mm. But if you haven't been doing side quests, you may have to go back to Lake Gourmet and do some side quests there. Um, but I, the side quests are always fun and they're always rewarding to me, so I, I don't mind doing them. Plus, it tells you where to go. I mean, it's not like it's go find this, have fun. Yeah, yeah. I thought that it was kind of interesting because it, it was it held my it held your hand a lot more than I expected it to, um, which is helpful uh, for someone that's trying to get through the game quicker. But uh, but yeah, I also I, I started off doing all the side quests and then I got and I got tired and I was like I just want to beat this game and so I've I've cut back on them uh, since yeah, then. Yeah, I know there is a wall at one point. Like you have to do a certain amount and. And there is a reward for doing all of them. Um, pretty much, it unlocks the. Uh, I think it's. I think the, the, no. The key is unlocked. The, what is? I don't forget. The side quest unlocks something, and those keys around that. If you get all those, that unlocks like the golden bosses. And the golden bosses are like level 120 something, like super bosses around it. So it's like there is end game content even in this this you know prequel. Interesting. But good. I want you to finish it. I really like that ending is amazing. Like it's so powerful and wow. Like the music, yeah. uh, I can just gush well, by the music. There. I do really, I enjoy the music. I think it, uh, it kind of like just weaves in together. It's, it's, it's a really cool, um, uh, soundtrack for sure. Okay. And, and how they incorporate it within, within the game. So, um, I still, I, at this point, I, I, I don't think I would put it above breath of the wild, but, it's it's definitely a quality game for sure. But yeah, you're you're still early on. I mean, you're still like about halfway there, I should say. Yeah. So, um, before we move on to all the news and discussions and everything uh, about all the rumors and uh, Nintendo Direct, I do want to remind you, uh, everybody that's listening, uh, both watching live and listening later, that uh, we have an interactive uh, time <laughs> while we're tune in live on Facebook, uh, not Facebook. What am I talking about? <laughs> Facebook live. <laughs> tune in live. We love uh, interacting with you guys in the chat. Um, but after the fact as well, if you want to throw in comments, uh, wherever you do watch and listen, uh, the podcast, that'd be great. And love to know your thoughts about everything that we're talking about. Um, but if you are watching on YouTube, be sure to subscribe and hit the bell to be alerted about every new video that we post here on our, uh, our channel. And, um, and every time we go live with podcast or gameplay and all those different things, if you're listening after the fact on some other podcast app of choice, be sure to subscribe there. And if you like what you hear, be sure to leave a positive comment. Um, that kind of helps us rise to the top and uh, helps other people follow, find us and, uh, and tune in as well. So, uh, with all that being said, let's let's jump into the news discussion. Uh, we have information, at least it seems like, uh, from a Game Informer's senior editor. Um, he still he says he's still looking for more sources to confirm this, but it looks like Nintendo is going to be releasing, uh, or they're working on releasing a a, new, a brand new game. But it's uh, a previously canceled game, something that was dead and gone, that uh, supposedly was uh, forever buried. But now they they are going to be bringing it back. Um, Barry, what do you think about this game? And like, is it is it going to happen? And what do you think it could be? Uh, well, I th I think anything's possible. I think if Nintendo is the king of left fields, so anything is possible, and they've proven that already. You know, with other cases. Um, when I first saw this, I was like, oh, my God, I hope this is a Nintendo franchise. Like, I've been looking for Star Tropics 3 for so long. Like, please, please bring that series back uh, or, or any of Nintendo's dormant series because they have a lot of dormant IP. Uh, and then there's a rumor that just came out today <coughs> that uh, 
it appears the rumor says that Nintendo is actually bringing Scalebound, the canceled Microsoft Platinum Games game, uh, back to fruition for the Switch. Uh, now, there are a couple things to note about this. While it is a Microsoft IP, Microsoft did not get to re-register the trademark. So I don't know if Nintendo or if, if Microsoft still technically owns the IP and they would get royalties if Microsoft would sell the IP to Nintendo or if Microsoft has no more claim on the IP and everything fell back to platinum, in which case they could do whatever they want. But if that's the case, then it's be another Nintendo platinum collaboration. And at this point, I just keep asking the question, why aren't you buying platinum at this point? Like, just just make them a second party. You're working with them like a second party already. Just get them exclusive on the Switch. You got Astro Chain. You got Bayonetta 3. Like, you've got a really good working relationship. Maybe bring Wonderful 101. You know, get these properties on the Switch. So, I don't know. I hope they buy them. I think they need to. Microsoft is showing a strong arm in buying of properties. And at the same time, they're also showing a strong arm of giving their games to everyone else. So... <laughs> you know, including one that was shown in the direct. So, right. you know, it could be scale bound. That is a very real possibility. And I would be very excited if it is, if it's not scale bound, then I hope it's an old dormant Nintendo IP. And my, my prayers would be for star traffic three. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I really have no clue what this could be. I mean, we, we made rumor or we made, you know, predictions and stuff in the past but i i have no idea greg you got any ideas that uh what what nintendo could be supposedly uh bringing back um well i guess that also kind of we need to know like some of the stuff that's been like canceled because isn't it kind of like something that's like was actually like, being made a la like start fox 2 but like then it was canceled and or is it like i mean we have no idea i mean it could be something like 64 yeah that's right yeah, I think we were That's saying like, we don't we don't even know if if the public ever knew about this game or not. Yeah, but I mean, my personal guess, I mean, obviously, Mother Three fits right in with that, so it's kind of like they've had to have had considered bringing it over. Mother Three was the, never yeah. a, a canceled thing, though. It did come out. This this is something that did never came out. It's. I know it came out in Japan. It didn't come out here. Yeah, but but it specifically is a is a dead thing. Like Mother Three did come out. Yeah, it seems like that they're they're kind of hinting toward it that this is a, a an actual dead game that never made it out at all. Um, okay. Sort of thing. But but yeah, we don't know if it was something that we knew about and what knew it was canceled, or if this is something that maybe never made it to the public eye. We we really don't don't really have any information on that. All right, Mario 128, let's go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I I guess, I mean, it's definitely one of those things that we can only speculate about because, I mean, we have no clue. And uh, and hopefully uh, the guy from uh, Game Informer does eventually get his sources and we find out some more information. But until then... Um, it, it's the Legend of Zelda Space World 2000 demo as a full game. <laughs> Yes. Uh, we also got some information about uh, Kingdom Hearts. Um, and uh, to a lot of people's dismay, um, we, we have 
a full confirmation that Kingdom Hearts 3 is not going to be able to happen on the Switch, uh, mostly because it's just underpowered. Um, not going to be able to uh, to keep up, but there is a pretty good chance, at least it seems like, that they, uh, the 1 and 2 remakes, uh, was it like 1.5 and 2.5, I think, um, are uh, possibly going to be coming to Switch. Um, Greg, is this something you, you'd be excited about if, it, if they do come over? I think so. I did give like a drop Dream Distance like a chance and I guess it was kind of hard to kind of understand what was going on and trying to follow along with it. So I think getting to actually know the main series, it could be pretty interesting. So I do love Disney a lot, like with Nintendo. So if they did bring Kingdom Hearts over, I'd definitely be willing to give it a shot. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I never got into the Kingdom Hearts games, but uh, but if they brought those over, that, that could definitely be a, a good entry point for me as well. Um, Barry, are you a big Kingdom Hearts fan? Uh, yeah, I am actually. And I just realized that's one of the things I forgot to say is that I'm actually playing Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, though I'm not playing it heavily, there, there's little gripes I have, but uh, I'm playing it slowly. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it'd be smart. I mean, Nintendo and, and Disney already are very parallel companies in a sense uh it sucks that three couldn't go on the switch but considering that one and two were ps2 games and 1.5 and 2.5 both came out in the ps3 um there's no reason they couldn't run on the switch so even if even if that's all we got were the ps3 versions of the game not the ps4 versions i think it would still be fine and i think there's an audience for it uh, and, and it's not like Kingdom Hearts is a stranger to Nintendo and Chain of Memories, 358 over 2, and Dream Drop Distance, uh, Recoded. They're all, you know, Nintendo systems. So why not? I'm all for it. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 will come out on the uh, the Switch Pro edition. That's uh, what we think is Could be. Um, maybe going to happen. <laughs> Uh, we also got another rumor, and this one this one's from Emily Rogers, who uh, has long been known to have some inside connection, insider connections, and stuff. And then uh, Go Nintendo also reported on this uh, almost immediately after. Uh, kind of Emily got the uh, the information out there that apparently, um, you know, virtual reality has been talked about on the Nintendo Switch for a while now. Um, people had found it kind of in the coding and stuff like that that there was some sort of thing there about it. We really didn't know. We've speculated a lot about it, but it seems like, at least according to these rumors, that uh, that there's going to be a Labo kit, a Nintendo Labo kit that uh, maybe you can toss your Nintendo Switch into and and have virtual reality on the Nintendo Switch. And uh, and not only that, uh, will it come with like the regular Labo stuff and and everything, but uh, apparently there's also some rumors that existing games could also be updated to include virtual reality. And then there are going to be some additional games that you could play uh, VR um, that haven't been released yet. So I know, I know Barry's already getting excited about the, the possibility of virtual boy coming to switch finally, but, uh, but beyond that, um, Greg, what do you think about these rumors? Are they, are they actually going to happen? I mean, they're coming from good sources. I mean, it seems kind of likely. I mean, I think Nintendo's even said that they've always been looking into it, and if they see an opportunity, then they would go through with it. I mean, they do have, like, some of the cameras and the Joy-Cons and stuff, so I'm sure they can figure out some way to make a virtual reality experience with their um, fancy cardboard. So, um, yeah, I think it would be pretty nice to see. I mean, I haven't really got any of the label kits yet, but this one might turn the tide for me so well i guess we'll have, just have to wait and see 
Yeah. I think uh, my biggest fear of it is, well, two, two biggest fears. One, I, I hope it's not that difficult to build because uh, I've only built like two things for my first Labo kit. And uh, a second, and I know, Barry, I think we, we agree in this. Um, I hope I'm not puking the whole time. Uh, what do you think about this? <laughs> like, cause there's not, it's not a whole lot of uh, the refresh rate is not that high on a snow switch. So I, I might be like just having to take dream of me before I play this thing. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that one. Um, the other thing I'm also like, like if this comes out to fruition, I have to buy it due to obligation. But I pray before I even actually use this thing that they release some kind of plastic or, or rubber or something peripheral to put the switch in instead of the cardboard. Because I don't want to trust my three hundred dollar switch in cardboard, and especially like VR, like something comes up my head, like whoa, you know, it just goes flying off, you know, smack. Last thing I hear is a smack and it shattered against the wall, like right. the heck, you know. So yeah. I, I don't want anything like that. And that scares me uh, tremendously. Because especially with Nintendo's, oh, everything's on this one system. It's tied to the system. Oh, my system's in a million pieces thanks to your VR thing. You know, I don't know what kind of wrist straps they're going to do. You'll be like a puppet marionette, like tied so your switch doesn't go flying or whatever. I don't know. Um, I think VR is smart. It has to be done well. You know, PSVR works and it works well. But there are some games that just totally make me sick. Uh, and P- the, the Pro helped alleviate that because the Pro was able to handle faster refresh rates. The Switch is nowhere near as powerful as the Pro. So that does worry me. Like that is, if they're going to do VR, that is a definite reason for a Switch Pro. Like if nothing else, for VR. Like refresh rate is so important. And for people who have never done VR, they don't understand, like, if the refresh rate is bad, you will get sick. Unless you, like, have an iron stomach or something, you will get sick. It, it screws with your mind. A fast refresh rate is what you need because, in reality, we have the fastest refresh rate as is. So, it is a worry. But I'll get it. I, I If it's real, I hope it's they utilize it in really cool ways. And I kind of hope that if they do make any VR software outside of like mini games, they make it a special mode. So it's not like if you want to play this game, you know, like the newest Zelda, you have to play in VR and only in VR. And if it makes me nauseously sick, it'll be the only Zelda game I can never finish. And that will piss me off. Make me have a non VR mode so I can at least play that. Um, so I guess we'll see, but it's interesting. It's certainly, uh, you know, thinking, using another box, so to speak, with the Labo. Right, right. I think my biggest thing, other than the, the refresh rate stuff too, is is the size of it. And maybe this is the way, like they create the mini so that's like smaller on your face. Um, but I found my, my own thoughts around like the refresh rate and stuff because I, I, I have a plastic, um, basically a, a Google Cardboard, but a, a nicer one that's made out of plastic and everything. And and I, I tried it even with my iPhone XS the other day and and I got sick like almost immediately. Like I, w- I was watching some video, like two videos and like within five minutes I was ready to puke. And uh, and like if that, if my iPhone can't keep it up with just like some lenses in front of it to make it VR, like I don't know how my Nintendo Switch is going to keep me from 
wanting to just throw up. Have you tried uh, PSVR at all? I haven't yet. No, um, I, I only have an original uh, PS4, and so I I've heard you know the things that you're saying too. And so if I had a pro, I'd probably be more likely to get it. But at the same time, because I've had just bad experiences with with home VR, I don't. I'm not excited to go pick it up because I I want if I'm going to spend that kind of money on something, I, I don't want to like want to puke every time I play it. I guess you can build up a resistance, but. Uh it's it's tough <laughs> like when and when you get the motion sickness from vr like you're out you're out for the yeah. day like you're just knocked out you know don't have any plans after you do vr because you're not doing them <laughs> right right um julio chavez in the uh the chats and he's uh he's been talking about um kingdom hearts he's been playing three and uh would would love to to play it on the go as well um so that that sounds great i think one that's one of the coolest things and we've said this many many times about about switches that to be able to take these games on the go um games that you're normally you know stuck to a tv um it's cool to take them on the go so well that's all the rumors now let's move into some definite stuff that's been happening we got a finally got a nintendo direct we had one on february 13th so uh not even a week ago we finally got our nintendo direct uh just a quick overview of uh of what happened there was a lot of stuff some big games and everything it lasted about 35 minutes if i remember correctly um happened that afternoon a lot of stuff that uh we did know we just kind of got updated information about it some uh some release dates and stuff like that they they showed off some some things that we we had you know we assumed already were going to happen and and got those sort of things we we did get several new announcements as well and we're going to jump into those in just a second but i wanted to get you guys uh, like quick initial reactions about the direct uh, do you think it was solid or was it would you still like expecting more uh let's go to barry first for me easy 9.5 easy you know and i've seen people post that they were disappointed and i'm and i can't fathom how anyone could truly be disappointed in this direct unless all you play is call of duty like it, call of duty and madden like if those all you play then you probably shouldn't be watching a Nintendo Direct because it's clearly not for you. Um, but if you're even remotely interested in Nintendo stuff, I don't see how you could truly be disappointed. And I see like the main reason people are like because no Animal Crossing. But you know it's coming. They didn't promise you Animal Crossing. Like you can't go into a Nintendo Direct expecting this game to sh- be shown or any game shown unless they specifically tell you because you're only going to set yourself up for disappointment. Know it's coming. Be happy it's coming. That's it. But for me, easy 9.5. There are a few games that just don't interest me, like uh, Dead by Daylight and, and the Disney Zoom Zoom. Um, but pretty much everything else is like, as soon as I can pre-order that sucker, I am doing it. That looks amazing. <laughs> I love it. Nice, nice. So, Greg, apart from the first thing that we're going to talk about, uh, <laughs> general impressions of, of the Direct. <laughs> <laughs> I, overall, I thought it was definitely very solid. I do agree with Barry. Um, it was very, like, good there was seemed like there was something for like everybody so i don't know how you could not like the direct i did see um a negative criticism it was kind of like an somebody said it was like an anime like direct so i guess they felt there was too many games that had like anime like characters but i don't i don't know where they got that from or where they made that assumption because there's plenty of good stuff coming along the way so yeah, I I, I kind of got that vibe as well. Actually, um, I was as I was watching it, I, I did feel like this was a um, there was a lot of games that seemed to be focused on Japanese culture, 
sort of things that, that Japanese players would be very excited about um, that, that Western audiences also enjoy. But, uh, but I kind of got that vibe as well. I don't think that's a negative thing, but yeah, I, I, I did kind of get that vibe as well. Yeah. I mean, I felt like a lot of the stuff that I'm interested in is I mean, it was quite a lot of it, to be honest. So, yeah. Yeah, we definitely uh, showed up a whole whole lot of things, and we're going to get into that uh, right away. So I thought we would just uh, kind of walk through the order um, that they did in in the Nintendo Direct and kind of just spend some time uh, talking about uh, and reacting to each of the things. And uh, the first thing that uh, they showed off right from the very beginning um, totally made Greg upset, I know. It was, it was Greg, I know you're weeping. You're just like, why would they come up with this game? That's that's just stupid. They don't need a Super Mario Maker 2. Like, Are you kidding why me? Why would anybody want that? I heard him cheering over <laughs> here, like across the country. Like, all just like, oh, you know, they just echoed across the country. I'm like, yep, that's Greg. Oh, man. So uh, the, the Wii U and 3DS game finally got its sequel. Super Mario Maker 2 is going to come this June. This June on Nintendo Switch. Greg... Time to time to let all the excitement out. Wait, what do you think about right. this game? This, I just cannot wait, man. I as soon as it's up for pre-order in the eShop, it's gonna be sold. So I can't believe it's finally coming. I predicted earlier this year, like in our 2008 or 19 predictions, that Mario Maker 2 was coming. I mean, you kind of knew it was coming with everything leading up to it. But like the community is all alive and excited for it, and there's so many new elements that they you could just pull. I pulled out of the trailer. I mean, I even did like an analysis on it because I was just super stoked just to find out all the new things that they're added in. So, I mean, obviously the main thing is like slopes, and then they also have a bunch of new themes. They have some new control options, like with having the like on and off switches activate and turn off different blocks. Um, there's like new platforms to ride on that can like go back and forth. I mean, there's like piece by piece. There's just so much stuff that they've added in and it's definitely a sequel, not nowhere near a port and definitely cannot wait for June. Cause I feel like it's been one of those things where it's like, Oh, it's E3 and it's, Oh, it's available tomorrow. And it's like, ah, <laughs> but you know, I could definitely see them doing that in like a tournament that they, have at e3 again too what they've done in 2015 with the wii u version yeah it's true so uh barry are you equally as excited as greg or or can you really compete with that kind of excitement i I guess i can't say equally as excited because greg continued playing the wii u version long after i quit but i am very excited (laughs) i am looking forward to the new elements I'm looking forward to all the new troll levels I get to play through, and I'm looking forward to creating a bunch of troll levels for my friends because I can be that kind of asshole. Like the the just the options that this game already brings, just from what we've seen, is incredible. My only concern is designing the levels. Is it going to come with a stylus? Like the touch screen for the 3D or for the Switch is very different than the Wii U and the 3DS. And the, the stylus worked so well in creating levels. So I really hope I don't have to use my finger or the cursor. Like I hope this they they do something to make it intuitive because I want to make like really intricate levels. And if it's a pain to do that, that's going to be a deterrent. And that's one of the things the Wii U version and the 3DS version had. Going for it, it was very easy. Anyone can pick up and make a level. So I hope they do something to make it so anyone can make a level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
that's a that's a good point because the with the, the Wii U and the 3DS both had like the touch um, or what's it called the sense uh, I forget what the, the one touch yeah basically touch so like it's it's impact sort of thing um, and so like this with being a multi touch and everything um, I'm guessing we could use you know all the the mini styluses that are out there for or styli that are out there for iPhone screens and iPads and stuff like that that's just generic ones but I wonder if you'd have that that precise control that you might need I hope it's I hope it's not annoying as well um, but uh, but all that to be said like I I'm more excited to play other people's levels that's that's just how I play Super Mario Maker I, I dab around I dabble around with uh, you know making my own but I really enjoy playing other people's creations more than I do creating my own um, and so that's that's what I'm mostly looking forward to um, I'm hoping I'm wondering maybe i don't i don't think there's enough information out there but i'm wondering if all the original levels that people created if there'll be some sort of integration with that greg what do you think i mean seeing people request that they'd love to see that but um i don't know if they'll be able to do something like that because i mean i know they're like tied to the wii u and it had like meverse originally like stuff and i don't know if they'll be able to easily have that stuff ported over i mean obviously they just have to leave the servers up and running and you just still access the courses but i don't know that's kind of like an interesting take i mean you don't really need any of the new elements to play the old levels so there's not really a reason to take them down outside of just like playing people's levels that we no longer um have been playing the game for quite a while so um That does bring up the other point is if they are going to allow you to bring up your levels, then you definitely would need to be able to link your account to have all like the stars and stuff that you've earned on the new game. So I know a number of people that would love to have that because basically that just controlled how many levels you could upload to the servers and all that. So Right, right. Yeah, I mean, I guess people could start from scratch, but it'd be nice to have that uh, to kind of, I mean, what, what if this game yeah. launched in June and all of a sudden you have what, thousands of, of all these levels that are already created um, from the first game that you could already start to play um, yeah. in addition to all the new ones that are being created? I mean, I would think they'd want to push all the new items and just kind of have everybody start fresh and fair, but I don't know. I mean, it would be nice to be able to access your old levels and stuff, but they'd have to... I mean, you can't really have any of them saved to the cloud. They're all on your Wii U console, so. That's true. That's true. Barry, any other thoughts about uh, Super Mario Maker 2? Yeah, there was one thing I noticed, or maybe didn't notice. I didn't notice any Super Mario Brothers 1 or 2 Japan uh, or Lost Levels uh, graphics. Like, I saw Mario 3, Mario World, New Super U, and Mario 3D World, but I didn't see any original Mario or Lost Levels in there. There was yeah. a couple, um, there was a few seconds of the first one. Um, yeah. Was there? I didn't, yeah. I, didn't yeah. I don't remember seeing yeah, it. They didn't spend a whole lot of time on it, but but it was in there. There's a, a couple clips. Yeah, there was like a clip of him like running on one of the airship levels from Mario 1. I think that's where they showed that we could drag the screen up and make the... Oh, I thought that was levels. Mario 3. I didn't, didn't realize that was Mario 1. Yeah, it throws it off because of the airship. Yeah, because the airship <laughs> is Mario 3 to me. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, there was another one. I think he was just bouncing around on uh, to some regular platforms or something too. Um, do you, do you re- think we will see like Mario Two or anything else besides 3D World? Because like 3D World seems to be one of the, the skins, which is which is great, and I'm I'm happy for that. But do you think we will even like a 2D version of Mario 64 style or a 2D version of Sunshine? Because 3D World wasn't a, a 2D game. So anything like that, or are we just going to get that as the only additional new skin with the other four? I don't know. I mean, I know Nintendo was aware that people were asking for Super Mario 2, like USA, I guess, whatever you want to call it. The not quite a Mario game, but made a Mario game, like skin style. So they might be able to add that in, but there's a lot of other complex stuff that goes with it that, I mean, now it's been used like universally like today, but not so much in like Mario 3 or Mario World and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah, I think it'd be it'd be helpful. It'd be cool uh, to see that, but I don't know if I don't think it's it's got as much demand as like the original one, three world, three D world, things like that, because uh, people are more familiar with that. And uh, you know, if those were missing, it'd be weird. But yeah. two missing is it's okay, but it'd be really cool if it, if they did add it in there. Do you think we'll see yeah. more bosses besides Bowser, Bowser Jr., and now Boom Boom? Like, will we see the Koopa Kids? Will we see? Heck, they could even bring Mario two bosses like Mowser and. And stuff like that. Like, Bring back Wart. <laughs> well, the Mario World had some extra Bowsers, like a Ranzar, the, the Triceratops. I don't know. I think they might just be leaving it at Boom Boom and maybe possibly the female version from <laughs> Super Mario Pom-pom. 3 World. Yeah, Pom Pom or whatever, yeah. Yeah. Well... I am I am excited to play it. I know Greg's going to be probably yeah. like starting up his, his uh, contest and all these other things too. So who knows what's going to happen? Uh, foaming at the mouth right now. <laughs> currently, he's currently doing that. Hey, Jakester, uh, just join us in the chat. Hey, uh, how's it going? And uh, let us know what you're playing, Jakester, and what you think about the Nintendo Direct. Uh, we just got done talking about uh, Super Mario Brothers, or not Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario Maker Two. Um, and uh, after they did that, they uh, gave us assignment to play through all the levels. All of them. After that, they did move on to uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three: The Black Order, which gave us uh, a little more information about that. I know I'm really excited about this game. I loved uh, one and two. Played a lot. Uh, of those with uh, some friends really excited about playing with those friends again because uh, we're all spread out in different places but you can play online um, with those with uh, with your friends um, which is which is great um, either of you guys excited about uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 not particularly I've never really been huge into like the Marvel like universe type games so that was one of the few um, lower points of the direct for me so no i i didn't play the marvel universe i played the x-men legends um but i am looking forward to this i'm a big marvel fan and i think this will be a lot of fun and especially with online so you know we can maybe join together and and kick some kick some arse together <laughs> yeah we could, me you and mike can uh, have a another uh oh, yes. gaming session all night <laughs> we'll call it we'll call it Marvel Ultimate Alliance Trine Edition. Yes. Uh, it's going to be so much better. Hey, then uh, the Trine, Trine's coming out again uh, on Switch pretty soon. So uh, That wasn't in the direct, though. Uh, they moved on after Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 to talk about Box Boy. Box Boy, this, this game that uh, – it's, it's a fun game. 
Uh, a lot of people enjoy Box Boy. We thought it was uh, kind of dead and gone with the um, now seemingly um, dying 3DS, but uh, but they're bringing Box Boy back for the uh, for the Switch, and so Box Boy plus Box Girl or Box Boy and Box Girl is going to be coming to the Nintendo Switch on April 26th, so just uh, a few weeks away, and uh, it's going to be playing bringing a two player mode to Box Boy and Box Girl. Uh, Barry, are you a Box Boy fan? I never played any of them. I wanted to play them. Uh, I was hoping that the trilogy would get released here physically, and then I was going to play them. I imported the QB uh, Amiibo because I had no choice. Uh, <laughs> they didn't even bring that over here. Uh, and then this was announced, and I'm like, yes, yes. And then I saw eShop only, and I'm like, no, no, you didn't learn. So you know, as much as I want to play it, Unless they send me a code, I am not going to be playing this version. Mm, yeah, I, I played the original and, and I really enjoyed it, but uh, but I'm not sure if I'll, I'll pick this one up. Um, I actually I never beat the original, so if I ever do fire up my 3DS, I could still play it. Um, Greg, are you a Box Boy fan? Yeah, I played through all three of them. I really enjoyed all the games, but that's the multiplayer part is the part that <laughs> it's not my usual cup of tea. So. <laughs> I don't know. I, maybe I might be able to convince my wife to play it with me because I do really love the box boy puzzles and it's always really cool to figure them out in such creative ways that they use those different boxes and everything. So, Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's cool to play through those those uh, those public puzzle games multiplayer. Um, I, I also enjoy it. We've said this a lot of times, but um, uh, uh, oh, shoot, uh, snipper clips. I love playing that multiplayer and um, – and so this kind of seems like one of those. So, so yeah, I, I may end up picking up just because of the the multiplayer. Um, but if it wasn't for that, um, I'd probably skip it because there's there's still a lot that I, I need to finish in the original. But, um, but yeah, hey uh, Charveon, I am probably mispronouncing that. But uh, hey, in the uh, in the chat, um, looks like S A H S L theorist, um, welcome. And thanks for joining us. Uh, after Box Boy and Boss Girl, they moved on to talk about Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. And uh, basically, this this next update, version three, I believe, is going to be um, arriving before April. So um, just weeks away. And this version three is going to be uh, it's going to include Joker as the uh, next playable fighter. Um, so if you have that uh, fighter's pass that you've already purchased. Um, you can uh, get Joker uh, from Persona 3 um, during that. And you're also going to be able to get uh, Snake and Simon, Squirtle, Pokemon Trainer, and Ivysaur Amiibo later this year. Um, quick thoughts. What do you guys think about this uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate uh, update? You guys excited to play as Joker? What do you think, Barry? I'm excited, but this was probably a lot of people's lowest points of the Direct. Only because I know a lot of people were watching just for Smash stuff because it's all that they seem to care about. And this was a big tease. This holding was a tease. In fact, it took me two or three rewatches to realize that when it showed the switch with, with like question marks, there was actually a blurred out image in each of those question marks. They weren't the same image twice. It was two different things. And I think back to the last time they did that, it was a spirit mode that had like the blurred out. What's this in the bottom corner? Well, it's blurred out. We'll, we'll talk about it later. And I'm wondering, could this be like break the targets coming back, board the platforms, home run contest, stuff like that actually coming back, uh, which is one of my predictions that they were going to be doing it in just, you know, updates 
for free throughout the year. Um, I'm hoping that's what the blurred out stuff was. I'm happy for, you know, Joker. I have the fighter pass and obviously a persona stage and persona music. Uh, I, I was hoping to get info on the you know, second character, at least a hint. Um, but other than that, this, this was really just a tease and getting to see Joker's mm-hmm. character model briefly. Yeah. Couldn't even see the whole thing. Right, right. And I, I do, uh, Jake's reporting out in the, the chat, it is Persona 5, my bad, I said 3. Um, but uh, actually, Charvayon, if I'm mispronouncing your name, please tell me. Um, but uh, he asked, or she asked, um, do you think it's possible to, we are getting a stage builder for Smash Brothers if you pre-order a Super Mario Maker 2? That, that could be interesting, like a, an interesting tie-in. Like if you pre-order uh, this other stage building game, we're actually going to bring stage builder to uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate, something that a lot of people have been wanting. I don't know if uh, if that exact thing's going to happen, but I know I would personally love to, to have stage builder uh as a future update uh in smash brothers um greg what do you think yeah i definitely um think that the stage builder would definitely be possible um if mario maker is in fact gonna have like a stylist that would be perfect to have for designing stages as well so you would definitely get other uses out of it if they did go that route so um yeah in terms of the direct footage it was basically what you guys were just saying it was just like all big t's and like oh guess what's coming oh we're not going to tell you wait to see next month so it's like okay <laughs> like yes I, there's lots of things i want board the platforms break the targets home run contests um trophies i don't know <laughs> mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff they could really throw in there but we won't know until i guess the update drops unless they do like a actual like mini direct or something on it so yeah, that's what I'm kind of wondering if they they left a lot of that information out because they're going to do a, a dedicated video just to the update and and future updates um, and maybe maybe right before for the update releases or or something like that to, to provide more information because I I also was like for such a big game they didn't really talk about it a whole lot um, but I that does hint to me that, that there's more to come. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, Julio was uh, asking about Smash Brothers. If it's an easy game for someone who wants to pick it up uh, that hasn't played the older games, yes, it's it's definitely um, a, a pretty easy game in my opinion, and I think all of us pretty uh, pretty much agree in that um, that it's it's an easy game to kind of jump into. Yeah, I mean, there is a slight learning curve, but you kind of pick it up as you go, and you get you see what kind of works for different characters. So, if you find yourself getting creamed by some like the AI, then we might need a change to a different character or change your approach on how you're using the one you're trying to use. So, because certain characters are supposed to fight different styles and stuff like that. So, yeah. Well, moving on, they uh, they turn their attention to Captain Toad um, of all things, and uh, Captain Co- Toad is getting uh, an update uh, to include a two-player mode. And it's going to eventually get uh, 18 more courses. Um, they're going to be for a paid download, but if you, you can also pre-purchase uh, that today or at the day of the direct, and you could also um, get one of those uh, 18 courses out as just a free bonus for that. Um, but uh, yeah, I was I was surprised to see an update for Captain Toad. I thought you know that game is quality. I love it, um, but I thought it was like done i I thought you know that was it but uh i was really surprised to see an update uh greg were you equally surprised with this oh definitely i was surprised but 
I wasn't planning to pick it up on Switch because I had played the Wii U version. So, I mean, the update's not convincing me to go out and purchase it either. So, I know it's still new content, and there was obviously new content already on the Switch version, but I felt like I pretty much saw and enjoyed what I had on the Wii U. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I agree. I already picked it up for Switch, but uh, but this this does give me more. Um, Barry, is this uh, enough to to go back to Captain Toad? Captain Toad is one of those things that I really enjoyed completely on the Wii U, and while I got it on the 3DS and Switch, I haven't replayed it. In fact, the two times this year that I've taken trips to Tennessee, I uh, I brought Captain Toad with me both times with the intention of playing. Uh, first time Octopath took all my time, and the second time Ease 8 did. So I never got a chance to replay it because they added in the Find the 8-Bit Toads uh, with the Amiibo, but they added that functionality into the Wii U game after I had already beaten it. And I didn't really want to go through every level again trying to find the Toads. So this new update is going to be adding like crowns or something to, to every level as well to find, it seems. So I might do it now because now it's like, all right, now I can go through and find the 8-bit toads and the crowns. And it's been long enough where I don't remember all the solutions. I mean, I'm sure some will come back to me. So it'll almost be like a brand new game, uh, especially with the brand new levels. So when that drops, depending on what it's close to and what else is out at that time, I'm very well might do it. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, I haven't, I haven't beaten it at all. I, I picked it up on switch because I didn't finish it on Wii U. And so, um, so a lot of that stuff is still brand new to me and it's cool that they keep adding stuff. I just, I, I, I just keep saying, I, I thought it was a game that they just kind of, um, were done with, but I was really surprised to see all these updates. Um, uh, Charvan is asking if they, if you think Nintendo forgot about uh, Poke Park. Um, what do you guys think about that? You get, I forgot about Poke Park. <laughs> I don't know if you guys did. <laughs> I sure did. I mean, I <laughs> didn't even realize it was a game. <laughs> oh yeah, it was two games actually. Uh, I, d- I didn't play them. Um, I, I have them, but at this point, they were both Wii games. So at this point, I mean, it's possible. But if you, if you said, hey, you know, Nintendo's going to bring an older older title or sequel to an older title, Poke Park is not going to be anywhere near the top of my list. But if it's at the top of your list and it comes out, then I am totally happy for you. But I think it wouldn't really be up to Nintendo at this point. It would be up to the Pokemon company, um, which, you know, they're, they kind of do things on their own. Nintendo just publishes the stuff. So who knows? Maybe there's someone there at the Pokemon company that's dying to do Poke Park 2, or 3, I mean. I mean, we got how many Pokemon Rumbles? <laughs> so anything, I guess, is possible. That's true. That's true. Uh, so the next thing they announced was uh, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. is going to be coming to the Switch uh, this summer. So another release that's going to be here before you know it. And uh, it's an action-adventure game that kind of seems to bend the rules of the uh, traditional 2D side-scroller a little bit. Uh, Barry, are you, uh, are you excited about this one? I'm a backer. Um, I've been a backer of Bloodstained since the beginning. I love the Castlevania series. Mm-hmm. And in fact... I'm a backer that had the Wii U version backed, um, which obviously switched over to Switch. Uh, you know, I have everything. I think I have the PS4, Xbox One, and Vita versions backed as well um, for that game. Like, I'm really, really into Castlevania and the, the Metroidvania. And from the very beginning, Bloodstained 
it had me hooked. And they did the um, the 8-bit one, which mm-hmm. we did a game chat on, and I got that for free from – well, not free. I paid for it as a backer. Um, played through that. That was a lot of fun. Uh, if you haven't played that, I think you should. But, yeah, this looks exciting. This looks amazing. I can't wait for this to come out. Uh, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for them to just say, here's your Kickstarter stuff coming out. Yes, yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the 8-bit one looks really cool too. I, I was, uh, that kind of, when you guys did the, the game chat about that, um, several months ago, it was, uh, was something that was not on my radar at all, but, uh, but definitely was interesting after I heard you guys talk about that. So if you guys are, that are watching and listening, I haven't, uh, seen that game chat, be, be sure to go back in our archives and, uh, and find that and watch it as well. Uh, Greg, are you, uh, you excited about Bloodstained? Yeah, definitely. It looked like it was going to be pretty cool. I mean, I do like the classic, uh, Castlevania games haven't really played any of the modern ones because they haven't really been on Nintendo consoles outside of the 3DS. But um, yeah, I do like the Metroidvania games, the action adventure genre. So it seems like it's right up my alley. And was primarily looking into it this summer if I can squeeze it in uh, between Mario Maker and <laughs> another game that we'll be talking about in a little while. <laughs> You'll never squeeze anything in there with Mario Maker too. That's it. You're done after that. <laughs> <laughs> that's right let's go ahead and finish all the other stuff first <laughs> last game for the switch will be mario maker <laughs> swan song <laughs> pretty much at least in greg's house that's how i was gonna go yeah yeah i'm excited about it as well i i wasn't until i i saw some of this footage um i, I mean it was it was one of those things i knew existed um but the more i've seen about it especially uh in the direct um it's it's something that uh, i i love how that I like I like the action adventure stuff, but I like how they're going to be changing some things up. And uh, I, I'm always a sucker for a good two D side scroller, so it'd be be really exciting for sure. So uh, moving on, they turn their attention to Dragon Quest, and so we received some updates along the Dwa- Dragon Quest lines. Uh, first of all, we found out that Dragon Quest Builders Two is going to be coming to Nintendo Switch uh, in July, um, July twelfth to be specific. And uh, then they also announced the Dragon Quest Eleven uh, S. Echoes of the Elusive Age Definitive Edition uh, will also be coming to uh, the Switch in 2019. So I don't know if I'm ever going to be remember the entire na- entire uh, name of that game. But um, uh, are you guys uh, excited to ex- about these uh, Dragon Quest uh, announcements, both Builders and uh, Eleven and the rest of that name? Um, Greg, are you, a, are you a Dragon Quest fan? I am. I really love the Dragon Warrior games on the NES, and I did um, have to take a break for a while because they went and left the Nintendo platform, but then I rejoined in with 9 on the DS. And then I've since they've since released uh, 5, 6, and 7, and 8 on uh, the 3DS and DS, so I was able to catch up on those and really enjoyed them so i'm looking forward to 11 very much so the builders one i'm less certain on i might want to play a demo on it i don't know how quite that's going to work out i mean i'm not huge into minecraft despite it kind of being like a builder game like mario maker but i don't know i'll have to see closer to when those when that one comes out yeah yeah i'm uh I've never been into Dragon Quest. Um, I know a lot of people do. I, I can, I you know, admire it from afar and and know it's a it's a great game, great series. Um, but I never got into it. I was uh, more into the Final Fantasy stuff, and at least in the beginning, and kind of eventually fell away from that as well. Um, but uh, these look great. But um, 
I'm not into it myself. Uh, Greg or, or uh, sorry, Barry, are you uh, going to be definitely? I mean, I know you're getting these, but uh, are you excited about them? Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm a big Dragon Quest fan too. Uh, since the beginning on the NES, but uh, I will definitely be getting Eleven. I, I got on PS4, and I was going to play it on PS4, and then. I'm like, you know what? Let me wait and see what they do for Switch. And especially when they announced that the one of the biggest features of the 3DS version in Japan was the 16-bit version of Dragon Quest XI. And that wasn't coming here. And I was like, oh, man. So seeing that in, in the Switch version is just awesome. It's, it's absolutely awesome. Uh, I've heard good things about XI. I can't wait to play it. Um, as for Builders 2... I didn't play Builders. I heard, again, good things. I, I heard it's it's like a sequel to the first one, which is awesome. But I've never been into big, big into Minecraft, and it's one of those that I'm sure I could get into it. And if I get into it, um, that's going to take all my attention. And it's really hard to devote time into a big game when you play an active MMO, uh, which I do. So... Because of that, it has to be really special to capture my attention. Like Xenoblade, that took me away. You know, like, you know, Mario Maker is going to take me away. You know, Breath of the Wild took me away. Stuff like that. <sighs> Kingdom Hearts three did not take me away. Like that, that didn't do it. Uh, even actually, in Odyssey Nexus hasn't done it. So I'm not even going to attempt this one. I mean, I'm going to get it. I'm going to support the series, but I probably won't have the time. <laughs> anytime yeah. soon especially with uh shadow bringers dropping uh very very soon mm. yeah yeah i actually forgot uh, i knew that one of the games that was shown off uh had that that switch to be able to go to the 16-bit uh version i forgot that there was this game so that's that's so cool that uh that it has that um and uh i'll probably watch some playthroughs and everything but uh but i don't i don't think i'll be picking it up myself just because again it is a huge some huge games and i don't know if I'll actually, uh, I don't have time to beat Torna yet, so, um, so <laughs> let alone a, a full game like Dragon Quest XI. <laughs> um, one, time, one game I might have enough time to beat, but I'm probably not going to, is uh, Disney Tsum Tsum Festival. Um, are, are either of you guys, I know, Greg, you're a big, you're a big Disney fan. Are you excited about this, or uh, are you going to let this pass? This one might be one of those ones that I have to let pass, unless uh, my daughter <laughs> interested in it i mean we have a lot of like the little like stuff like zoom zoom doll things but i don't know if it's enough interest to actually like get the entire game based around those things so yeah yeah <laughs> jakester saying get back to tour now okay uh, i'll see you guys later you guys can keep talking i'm gonna go play tour now. Um, we can handle it bye-bye yeah. <laughs> go, go go play tour now. uh very uh any, any thoughts towards zoom zoom festival <laughs> uh, I mentioned earlier it's one of those uh, that I have no interest in, although it's physical as far as I know, so I will be purchasing this game. It, it's It's got to be far. I mean, it's probably far from the worst game that you've ever bought, physical, just well, because you got I, to, I, I do have Troll and I. I've got, like, my writing stables, you know, so I do have some pretty terrible games. <laughs> One of the games that uh, I know we really enjoy around Nintendo Fuse is Starlink Battle for Atlas. And uh, even though it seems like the the sales of that game kind of 
not been where they need to be and it's been on sale like crazy in a lot of different stores and everything, they're still supporting it because we're going to get an update um, specifically for uh, the Switch version this April and we're going to have some more Star Fox related content and we're going to be able to control um, three, poor pe- three more of the characters from uh, Star Fox. So Peppy, Falco, and Slippy will now be uh, pilots that you can uh, control and uh, they're going to have some additional content and, and courses around that. Uh, Barry, uh, you excited about this? I, I'm guessing you probably are. Oh yeah, I, I finished Starlink. I know they did an update where they added like new ships, but uh, like you know new enemies to attack. And I didn't go back to it because it's like I already finished. I already went through everything. Like, do I really want to go back just to fight more enemies? Like, I I did the whole game fighting enemies, so I didn't. This is gonna pull me back because it's new Star Fox missions. Uh, they also showed. Some other new updates, which are probably going to all versions, like there's a racing mode, and maybe this is our Star Fox Grand Prix. Maybe this is coming on the, you know, before Star Fox Grand Prix official announcement in E3 or something. But um, I hope they let us get little Falco and Peppy and Slippy figures because I want them. <laughs> like I want them to go with the rest of them. Yeah. I think that's that'd be awesome. But no, I'm excited. I think this points to a a really strong relationship between Ubisoft and Nintendo continuing and B maybe if there's a Starlink two, it'll be a switch exclusive with star Fox and they'll just incorporate star Fox into it because I know it's not selling well on, on the other systems. It's selling better on, on switch. And the fact that they're doing this update and they're adding all this star Fox content is like doubling down. It's like, we know where our audience is. We're doubling down on it. So that's my guess. Yeah. Yeah, Greg. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. You you didn't play Starlink yet, is that right? No, I didn't, actually didn't end up getting it yet. But is this is this good enough to convince you? It's certainly making me want to go there. I've seen like the Star Fox figures at the Target at the other day when I was looking for Amiibo, but still Jeez. haven't. I know I still haven't bought the. It's so worth it. Didn't bite the bullet on it yet. I don't even feel like slighted the fact that you can get it for like 25 now and I paid 80 for it. Like, I don't feel slighted. I felt that even buying all the figures, I got my money's worth in that game. I loved it. So I don't feel slighted and I think you should, you should enjoy it. Watch our game chat. You know, that, yep. there you go. Um, but yeah, you should really homework get it. Homework assignment. <laughs> well, you yeah, yeah, yeah. You can think about it as a homework assignment. Support yeah. the game because it's awesome and you get Star Fox content. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, that's going to be exciting. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, I, I love just the, like, I love the additional courses. I love that they can keep updating things, but, uh, I think I'm, I'm mostly excited to, uh, to be able to play as Peppy. So, <laughs> um, all right. So moving on past that, they didn't, uh, next talk about uh, rune factory Four special, uh, edition is going to be coming to, uh, exclusively to the switch later this year. And they also announced that rune factory five is officially in development. Um, but, uh, really didn't say anything beyond that. Um, but it is officially in development. Um, so we have a uh, confirmation about that. Um, I have never actually played a rune factory game, so I have not much to say about this. Uh, Barry, you get any, any uh, thoughts about rune factory? Yeah, this is a huge announcement. And every time I like watch people's like reaction videos, it saddens me so much when when i see them not getting excited for this and like a lot of people this looks like a mobile game oh it's a 3ds game first off um that's being ported so yeah it kind of is like a mobile game but 
a lot of people don't realize that the studio behind the Rune Factory series, I think, closed down. And Rune Factory 4 was the last one. And I don't, I don't even think it even came out in Europe. I think the I think it was canceled for Europe because the studio closed. I could be wrong, and if I'm wrong, you know, feel free to correct me in the comments. But I believe it did not come out there. And the fact that we're getting Rune Factory Five is literally reviving a dead series and a really good series and bringing four. Four was the best uh, of them. And uh, and if you notice, four came out early in the 3DS life cycle. Five would have been another 3DS game, but you know, getting four with added content on the Switch is fantastic. If you like Harvest Moon and you like like Zelda, like you you would like this game. <laughs> it's it's really good. And I'm excited to see what 5 does cuz 4 does look like a mobile game because it's a 3DS game. I'm wondering if 5 is going to keep that style or if we're going to see a transition to you know something a little more powerful, you know, a little more 3D or you know kind of like how Harvest Moon jumped to to 3D if we're going to see something like that. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Yeah, I, I had no idea about all that stuff. So, um, Greg, are you a are you a Rune Factory f- fan at all? No, I've never played it. I do remember getting close to purchasing four on the 3ds, but I never had bought the bullet on that either. So it was at a point where I was looking for some new games to play, and I saw that was like highly recommended from some people and stuff but i mean i've never played harvest moon but i've heard it's kind of almost like animal crossing which i've never played and never really had a lot interested in so i wasn't quite sure if that game would be up my alley though but yeah. i don't know maybe i'll have to give five a chance or definitely as a demo that would definitely be able to convince me to purchase it if it's any good i stand corrected by the way i just looked it up um it did actually come out in europe i don't know if it was physical but to give you perspectives um japan it came out uh july 19th 2012 Um, north america came out october 1st 2013 so a year later um power came out december 11th 2014 so another year later so you know definitely troubled development uh there wow I had no idea all that stuff happened. Well, uh, moving on, the uh, as we've talked about so far, there's been some new IP, uh, several new IPs, and one of those came from a, a little little company called Square Enix, and apparently they're bringing a brand new RPG called uh, uh, I'm going to butcher this name because I can't remember how it's pronounced, but Oni. Kaki, Onikaki, 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 is that right? Um, and uh, basically, this has you uh, rescuing and powering up from some lost souls that you're going to uh, go around finding and collecting, and that's going to be available later this summer. Um, a lot more going into this game. I, I urge you guys. Um, this this is one of those that it's it's hard to to really um, it's describe at least for me um, in, in simplicity. Um, but that's that's the simplest way. I can describe it, but there's so much more to this game. Uh, Greg, are you uh, you excited about Onikaki? Um, I was just trying to get a quick refresher to see like the gameplay footage or if they had showed anything, but um, just basing it off of it being like an RPG and it's from Square, it sounds like it'd be up my alley because I do like this. Um, really older Final Fantasy games, I've liked like the Brave series that they've done on 3DS, and I also like the Octopath Traveler and Switch. So it does seem like kind of interesting. I just probably need to look into it a little bit more and see what I'm looking at. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it's it, it looks really exciting. I think it's really cool how they how you go into this this mechanic of of rescuing them but also powering up from them uh does kind of it's not a completely original idea but it's a, i think fresh enough that uh you know if i have the time for it this this might be one of the rpgs that i get sucked into um just from what i whether they showed off there but uh but uh it all depends like what what i'm doing later this summer when it finally launches if if i'll have the time for that uh i might be just playing um super mario maker two levels from greg all the time i don't know we'll see. <laughs> Uh, Barry, what do you think about this one? Um, well, first off, Greg, this is uh, from Tokyo RPG Factory. So this is the I Am Setsuna Lost Fear team, not the Bravely uh, team, which did Octopath. So it is a little different. Um, this, outside of um, another announcement that came later in the trailer, <laughs> was actually my my biggest game from this, my biggest takeaway. Like, outside of one other announcement, like, if, if I could choose only two games to come out, like this would actually top Mario Maker Two, and and some other games. Like I didn't know about this game coming out. I saw this. I love their other games, and just watching it just has me excited. Like I'm gonna be doing this in the summer. Like this is one of those games that just something about it. I just I'm gonna stop what I'm doing and I'm gonna be playing this game. Uh, it just looks fantastic. It just the style looks great. I love action RPGs. I love the fact that you rescue people, and then you, they turn, use the spirits to different weapons. So it's different weapon combats. Uh, this, everything about it, and then if you fail to rescue them, they turn into like a monster, and you got to fight. Like it's just so cool looking that it has my attention right away. I am so for it. Like it's it's almost to the point that if this is digital only, which I'm praying it's not, I will I might even pick it up. Um, Lost Sphere came out physically here, Square Enix exclusive, uh, and and I am Satsuna had to be imported. But I'm praying that they put this even Square Enix exclusive again. Like I don't care, do it, make this happen. I need this game in my life. It looks so yeah. good. Yeah, Jake's just telling me uh, not to not to touch another RPG until I finish Torna. I hope I finish Torna yes. by late summer. I really yes, I agree. I finish it by late summer. Well, after you finish it, then you have to go to Xenoblade Chronicles Two proper. Oh gosh, then I might not be able to play this one. No, that's that's going to take me the rest of the year. Uh, <laughs> Oh man! Uh, so we uh, we also got a, a good look at uh, Yoshi's Crafted World. Um, that's going to be just it's right around the corner, um, and uh, you can also get a, a free demo of of the game as well. So that's pretty cool. Um, any thoughts about this game? We've we've talked about this before. Um, any any further thoughts about what's uh, what's been shown off? Are you guys just ready to to finally get your hands on it, Greg? I've pretty much been sold on it since they announced it back in 2017. So. <laughs> Um, I haven't had a chance to download the demo yet. I really wanted to do that soon. I've been keep hearing about people playing it, and I was like, oh, i got to remember to download it. So maybe tonight I'll be, that's what I'll go uh, fire up the Switch and download the demo and take a look at it. Yeah, yeah, same here. I, I forgot to, to download it, so I need to do that as well. Uh, Barry, what do you think? I'm, I'm sold on it already, and I, I did not download the demo, nor am I going to. Um, I've already sold on it. The game comes out next month. So playing a demo now, unless it carried over, I don't see a point. Um, I'm perfectly fine just waiting. Sounds good. Yeah, I uh, I, I do have it pre-ordered as well, um, but uh, I, I think I'll I'll go ahead and download it. It's a, it's always uh, kind of nice to to play a little bit ahead of time. Um, it'd be cool if it does cross over, um, but my guess is it probably doesn't. Um, 
All right. Uh, next, I, I think, is another game that, that Greg's pretty excited about. Uh, we got some Fire Emblem Three Houses information. And uh, unfortunately, uh, to Greg's dismay, uh, the game has been pushed back a little bit. It's now going to release on July 26th. I guess they needed a little extra time to uh, kind of finish the development, put some uh, finishing touches and, and polish it a little more. Um, but they did share a little more about the story. Uh, apparently, it takes place on this continent of Fodlan. If I'm, I'm probably mispronouncing that as well. Fodlan, something like that. And, uh, and it's going to be three different char- uh, char- territories um, that are there. And uh, you're going to be spent uh, time spent uh, within the, the monastery there. And I think you're going to be leading uh, one of three different teams there based on each of the different territories. So the Black Eagles, the Blue Lions, the Golden Deer. Uh, Greg, are, is this, did this help you get more excited about this game? And are you disappointed that they had to push it back a little bit? Well, yeah, I mean, whenever they do a delay, it's obviously going to lead to a disappointment, but it's always, you know, that they're polishing up, they're putting on that extra round to make sure it's a better game for it. So, yes, it's kind of stinks that they did it, but it'll definitely be a better game nonetheless that they took more time for. It. So, still definitely looking forward to it. Was uh, Don't like that to be cutting into my Mario Maker 2 time, but... <laughs> um, yeah, that I was nice to learn a little bit more about the story because they've kind of like not really shown a whole lot of gameplay when they like announced it originally. So it definitely is looking pretty good, and I really need some more, <laughs> quite a little bit more information just to enjoy it a little bit more because it's like they just like it's been so tiny and little bits and pieces of it here and there, and it's like you don't lead like a teacher and get to train people and. That's really about all we really know about it. So, yeah, yeah, I was I was actually interested because I, I was watching the direct and they were sharing the information. I thought like they're like, oh, these three territories. I was like, oh, they're gonna be feuding and fighting, and they're like, and they get along peacefully, and that's a happy place. I'm like, oh. Well, that was unexpected. Okay, where's the conflict going to happen? And all of a sudden, it's like I guess in this, this as you lead these teams within the monastery. But uh, that it's uh, I think I mean I'm I'm not really into um, the 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 series at all. But uh, but it would even if I I was kind of on the fence. I think I need a little more information as well to uh, to know if 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 this was going to be one of the games that finally got me into the Fire Emblem uh, series. I need a little bit more information about what's really going to draw me in and make me want to play this game um barry is uh is this enough for you are you excited already or do you need more information too well i already have the collector's edition pre-ordered um whether or not i play it right away or not it all depends on when onikaki comes out and and uh you know what else they announced for the summer uh it's one of those i plan to play it that doesn't necessarily mean i'll play it this year but but i am excited for it um I enjoy the Fire Emblem games. I just know they are time sinks, and they are, you know, because they're strategy RPGs, uh, that is my least favorite of the RPG series. Uh, you know, turn-based and action, uh, you know, those, those are my, my jam. So I will be playing it sometime, hopefully this year, um, depending on whatever else, you know, anything else comes out. If not, there's a drought next year. I'll be like, oh, okay, now I'll go play Fire Emblem. <laughs> yeah. That's true. I guess it's it's a it's one of those games that could you know you could come back to later for sure. 
Um, so the next thing they announced um, kind of came out of left field. I don't think uh, anybody was really expecting this um, at all. I don't. I didn't really read any rumors or anything ahead of time. Uh, but I'm I'm guessing this totally shocked everybody. Um, you know the, the battle royale uh, kind of idea about games is 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 really popular nowadays you get your Fortnite and you got your PUBG and you got your these other games that are really trying to to compete with that and call of duty and all the other ones are trying to include your battle royale kind of modes as well to kind of play off this big thing and so um the tetris company decided they'd throw their hat in the ring with battle royale (laughs) of, of all things and uh and so we we have now have a free version of tetris on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, so if you have a Nintendo Online uh, subscription, you can play this game online only. Uh, you can't play Tetris like by yourself at all. You have to have the online uh, subscription, but you can download it for free. And it basically pits you up uh, against 99 other players. And you're you're just battling it out uh, to, to, to see who comes out on top at the end. And so uh, multiplayer has been a, an aspect of, of Tetris from the very beginning. But it's usually, you know, from in the beginning days, like a, uh, a, a game link, you know, cable for between two Game Boys um, kind of expanded over the years. But uh, 100 people. People uh, or 99 different people um, playing against each other. Uh, that's it, that com- totally came out of left field. We've done a, uh, a game chat about that. We have uh, that'd be coming out pretty soon. We've got a review on our uh, site already if you haven't checked that out. But uh, let's quickly talk about Tetris 99. Uh, Barry, did, did are you like I have. I haven't listened to your game chat. We're still editing it, so I don't know all your thoughts yet. Um, but uh, but did this like totally like smack you in the face like it did me? Yeah, I, I wasn't expecting this. Uh, I downloaded it. I, I played through it. I haven't played as much as I want to. In fact, it's one of those rare games that my wife has actually played more of than I have, which is great because when I downloaded it, she was like, I don't really you know, want to do like, uh, like the anxiety because there is anxiety of it. And I was like, ah, oh, it's cool. I played a couple rounds. And then I went over to uh, one of the next things uh, that they announced. And while I'm doing that, all of a sudden I heard Tetris music. I looked over and she's sitting there playing it. I'm like, oh, okay, so you downloaded it too. Uh, and she's she's played a lot of matches. And like, there's a lot of strategy to it, but they really throw you right into the fire. <laughs> like, there's no instructions. And, and not, you know, playing Tetris is one thing, but there's a lot of like strategy about targeting different people and taking out people for the battle royale and they don't really tell you about any of it so it's like okay i gotta try to figure it out um but it's a lot of fun and uh yeah i mean what's to say if if you have nintendo switch online and you have even the most minute interest in tetris i mean you you should you should uh download it And, and for more of my thoughts as well as uh, some of our other colleagues who are not part of the podcast, um, please you know watch our game chat when it goes live um, because you get more of an insight. For sure, for sure. Yeah, my wife was also. Uh, I, I was sitting there playing it for a couple rounds, and she's like, "Can I try?" And I uh, and I this is this is a side note. I'll tell this all together. But uh, I, I realized in that moment that um, using her account on my Switch, she can't access my Nintendo Online, um, and and it's not really easy to switch to a family account. Uh, you have to actually contact Nintendo, file a a, a 
support request and have them switch it over. But in order to do that, you also got to get your serial number from your switch. It's a pain in the butt to do that. So finally, I just like, you know, you just play on my account. I'm, I don't care. Wow. Uh, so it's. I'm surprised uh, you didn't do a family account from the get go. Well, she doesn't have her own switch and, uh, and she really doesn't play very often at all. And so, and, and you know, it's not a whole lot more than an individual account, but I really didn't see the point. Um, but, uh, but if, you know, games like this and more games comes out that she wants to play, um, I may end up switching over. Um, but for now she really, she really just plays multiplayer with me on a lot of stuff. And so, uh, there wasn't really uh, a reason to spend the extra $15 for family from the start. So, uh, Greg, what do you think? Have you, have you downloaded yet? No, that was the other title I need to download with the Yoshi demo. But, um, yeah, I definitely played a lot of previous Tetris games. One of my favorites has been, always been the Tetris DS, so it is kind of exciting to see, be able to play against other players. So I'm probably just kind of don't want to download and just be creaming everybody and get number one all the time. So <laughs> that, That's why you're not. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think you'd uh, be surprised, Greg. <laughs> it's sure actually, it really is surprising. Like there, and, and I found like every round is completely different. Like one of these, one round I'll be like killing it. And the other round I'm, I'm having a great time, like getting all these lines and I'll just be dead in like five seconds. Like I feel like it's everybody teams up on you and you're done. Um, so like you gotta really pay attention to a lot of stuff, a lot more than just like what the next block is and what your, what your plan is and everything. You also got to pay attention to what other people are doing and make sure you're targeting correctly. And it's, it's a lot to focus on all at the same time for sure. But, uh, but definitely fun and definitely worth it, especially it's free. So if you have Nintendo online, go ahead and download it. Um, all right. So this next game, um, is, is interesting to me. Um, I know, I know Barry, you said that you weren't too excited about this, but I, I think it's an interesting concept. Uh, they, they announced dead by daylight, uh, is going to be coming out, uh, for switch this fall. And it's a survival game that, uh, allows you to play either the victims or the killer. And, um, and, uh, it, it those kind of games are always interesting to me. I've never played many of them. Um, but they've always like, they they've intrigued me a lot because I think it's it's cool to kind of to play around with it. It, it. To me, it doesn't look the greatest. Um, the graphics kind of look eh, so so. But I, I think I enjoy the concept. Um, so Barry, what, any any further thoughts? I know you weren't excited about this, but uh, any further thoughts? Yeah, um, this was a game when it was first announced. I thought again the concept is really cool. Um, I did not uh, get it on other systems, and. Uh, uh, if it's physical, I'll be getting it on the Switch. But uh, as far as I know, it might only be digital. Uh, it might also be online only, which kind of sucks. <laughs> I, I hate online only stuff. But, <clears throat> you know, one of the things... This is another point when like, I watched other people's reactions. There was a lot of groans. Not because it's the game, but like because the frame rate. Like There are parts where like you see like the characters walking. And, and it... Yeah, I didn't pick up on it the first time I watched it, but like watching their reactions, I'm like, watch, oh shoot, it is pretty bad. Uh, so hopefully they do get it running smoothly on the Switch. I think it's great. It's another mature title. Um, I think mature titles on Nintendo consoles are always a rare breed. So it's nice to get another one. Uh, I'm not a horror movie fan. I'm not a horror genre fan. Um, so it's not for me at all. Um, but. I know there are some people out there that absolutely love that, and that's their favorite genre, and this excites them. And for them, I'm extremely happy for them. 
and I hope it I hope it plays well. I hope it's a lot of fun, and I hope you guys have a lot of fun if that's your cup of tea. Yeah, yeah. I was actually surprised that they they would show off a game that didn't look like. I mean, I hope they're still you know finalizing things. Uh, I mean, it's got they got till fall, so I hope they're they're still working on it. But it was surprising that they they showed it off and like because because it did look like uh, it still needs some work for sure. Greg, are you a are you a survival game fan? Are you gonna be picking this one up? Oh, I'm not really much into that. I never really got into like Resident Evil and other games that are kind of similar to it in that same thing. But it does it does sound pretty interesting. You can play both like the killer and like the victim. So it's almost like a it kind of almost reminds me of Zombie U, even though it's completely different than that. But mm-hmm. it's kind of like where you can pick both sides of it and see which way you want to go with it. So yeah. Um, and then they moved on to another game that uh, I really don't understand. Um, and it's from the guy who made Undertale. Uh, so a lot of people love Undertale. And apparently he's making this game called uh, Deltarune. And uh, Chapter 1 is going to be uh, available for free on Switch at the end of February. And I, I think it has to do with a lot of dogs, but I'm not really sure. And uh, I really don't know. Please, please enlighten me because I was really sh- uh, just confused by this by this little trailer. Uh, Greg, any, any any details that can help me out on this? Well, I never got around to getting Undertale on Switch, even though I've been really interested in it. But I have been like I. This is the one of the titles that I was going to be talking about. What that I was going to be picking up in the upcoming game section because this free is can't beat the price and definitely would kind of want to see what this is all about and hearing all the praise that undertale got i would definitely be willing to check out his next kind of series i don't know if i like the subscription type model to pick up extra content for it or extend it but i guess i'll have to see how much i enjoy the chapter one so yeah very uh can you can you help me out here like why what any reason why i should uh, get this game other than the fact it's free <laughs> um yeah i, I you knew there's a big hype around undertale and i just just recently finished undertale uh at least uh one playthrough of it i'll still have to go back at one point but uh from what i gather i haven't really looked into this <laughs> because again i just did undertale is that this is the next game and it's P- pc only and it's apparently going to take years for this thing to come out so because it's going to take years for this to come out, he's like, all right, here, I'm doing it, you know, in chapter format and chapter one, PC only. So Switch is actually the first console, to my knowledge, to get this. Now, I don't know if, if you know, if there are things that are announced at the Direct, like Onikani, or it was like, oh, here it is for Switch. Well, it's also coming to PS4. They just don't tell you. And all, all companies do this at you know, E3. You know, Tales of Vesperia was shown off at Microsoft's booth, but it also came to Switch and PS4. Uh, so I don't know if this is coming to PS4 and Xbox One as well, or just to Switch. Um, but it's really big that they got it onto console. Um, it's, it's very... How do I put this? It's an acquired taste. Like Undertale is an acquired taste. There's a lot of charm to it. There's a lot of quirkiness to it. There's a lot of personality. And it's one of those cult games. It definitely has cult status. So is it worth trying? Absolutely. Will I be doing it? Probably not because I have no idea when Chapter 2 is going to drop. But if you're even remotely interested, I would try it. And if you like it, maybe then pick up Undertale. 
There you go. There you go. Well, another game that uh, we uh, are, are, I know at least Barry and I are looking forward to. I can't remember what your thoughts about this game are, are Greg. Uh, so I apologize. But uh, Demon X Machina is uh, set to come out later this summer. And um, they decided to uh, launch a free game, game demo. Uh, of the uh, of the game and also kind of ask for our responses about the demo and everything i think uh, i don't know if everybody gets a a, a, a survey to take and everything but i know some people are going to to kind of get some feedback for the developers as they continue to fine-tune the game uh greg are are you excited about this am i remembering incorrectly or are you actually are excited no this was one of my more uh, sleeper ones, I think, because I'm not really into the, all the mech kind of stuff. So it didn't really interest me from what I had seen so far. But obviously, given like a free demo, there's always no harm in trying it out and trying to see if it is something that I was completely mistaken on. So yeah. So I will say off the bat, it doesn't really have a lot of interest. But I know if it is a bigger game and if it's going to have a demo and maybe I might be completely surprised by it. So, yeah. Yeah. I downloaded it. I haven't tried it yet, but uh, Barry, I know you, you played it cause you guys uh, did game chat on it. Um, so uh, what's your, what's your thoughts so far? Uh, um, kind of brief, brief thoughts. Cause I know the game chat's coming. Yeah. I, uh, I definitely think you should download it, Greg. I mean, you might try it out, especially now because you may be able to, um, to voice your opinions. I know Mike on our team who also did the game chat uh, with me, he actually got the uh, survey. Uh, I did not, uh, unfortunately, but it's one of those, it's awesome. That's all I'll say. Like right now it's awesome. Um, but it, it does have some quirks. It's not perfect. Um, there's an interesting loot system where, you know, when you beat enemies, uh, other mechs, not just any regular enemies, you can then loot them of one piece. Uh, you know, either an armor piece or a weapon or like auxiliary chips and stuff like that. And it tells you like, oh, this is a new piece, which is cool. Um, and you get to pick, but you can only pick one. And it, it does give a like role playing game style randomize to it. So like I went through, I did, there's only four missions. I did like the first three and then I watched someone video and they were using a sword killing things. I'm like, where'd you get the sword? And like, oh, yeah, it was a drop from, like, an enemy in, in Chapter 2. I was like, oh, okay. So I went back to Mission 2, and it took me, like, four tries. And then suddenly I killed an enemy, and boom, there's the sword. I'm like, all right. And meanwhile, I got, like, two bazookas. And I'm, like, dual-wielding bazookas and stuff, which were totally different. And, and there's different armors. Like, there's some armors that are, like, really fast, but you have a lot less health. And others where you have a ridiculous amount of health, but you feel like you're walking through molasses. So it's really interesting. And the game doesn't tell you this, honestly. The game, it tells you, like, to loot enemies, but it doesn't tell you about these randomized factors about all this. So I was like, okay, cool. Um, Then there's also, you can use money to upgrade, like, your character, like, the pilot. Um, Make him, like, have a double jump or have a blade. You can jump out of the mech, uh, although I I don't know what you really can do out of the mech. Uh, I like there's there's nothing really in the demo for that, um, but we we do get into it more. But but since the demo, I have completed it. I did the, do the fourth mission, and the the fourth one is against this giant boss. And I say it needs work because the, the sword, like I was using, like is really heavy armor. So I'm walking through molasses. But the sword, when you use it, it like launches you forward. So I'm like, oh, at least I have some mobility with it. But like when you're trying to attack a target right in front of you, and you use the sword, you like sometimes go right right through it. 
and like now you're like under the enemy and the camera's like going all shaky and it's like <laughs> no no I, I just wanted to sit there and like you know fight this thing with a sword i've got a sword why am i like why do i have to lunge so like that would be like one of my complaints and it's so minor and it's definitely early and things can change um but yeah it, is this worth playing absolutely i think i think it's definitely worth trying even if you're not interested in it i would give it a shot if you're remotely interested in it definitely give it a shot and if you're already sold on it then you have nothing to lose there's also some cool little uh, things you can customize your ship or your mech and there's uh like there's graffiti around that you can scan which again they don't tell you this you could scan it and get new designs and decals for your mech if you want all cosmetic but there's there's quite a bit to this demo and again like tetris 99 they don't do a lot of hand holding uh and i kind of wish they did like this this game is deep there's like stat modifiers and everything uh, it is an RPG. It's like an action RPG, uh, more so than I thought. That's cool. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to uh, to trying out the demo. Um, like I said, I haven't tried it yet, but uh, going to uh, Jakester said he had a hard time with the fourth mission, but he did enjoy the mission. Yeah, um, yeah. The fourth, he, the fourth mission. Sure. Like, if you just go through one, two, three, four, you're probably going to die on four. Uh, I had to farm two and three quite a bit to get better gear and then go for mm -hmm. four and the game again the game doesn't tell you that so if you just go one two three four die in the fourth and go all right this game sucks like you're gonna miss out like you have to treat it like an rpg you have to grind a little bit gotcha gotcha um yeah so they moved on uh to talk about grid autosport um so it's uh bringing uh, a new uh a, another racing game there there's not a whole lot on the switch and um and in fact the ones that are out uh, other than mario kart um i've not really been a huge fan of the racing games that are out on uh on the switch but grid autosport uh looks really solid um and all the previously uh, released dlc from the other versions of the game uh, on other consoles is coming along with local and multi online multiplayer um barry are you uh are you excited about uh grid coming to the switch i'm excited for those that love realistic racing um i'm more of an arcade racer so i don't know if i'll actually play it um my wife loves realistic racing games so i'll probably get it for her but if that's your jam, then then more power to you. Um, it's probably not going to get much attention, especially with all these great RPGs. Like they're going to take take my time. That's true. That's true. It's coming out this summer. Do you think they're going to update with a Labo? Probably. <laughs> probably. Uh, Greg, are you uh, you not a Grid Auto Sports fan? No, I've never really been much into the realistic uh, driving games. Mostly Mario Kart's been my jam and. So <laughs> that's usually my prime way of racing. <laughs> nice. So it's a little different than, than the grid kind of style, yeah, but uh, just a little yeah. bit, <laughs> just, just a little bit. No, no turtle less, shells in there, but yeah, <laughs> many less shells and no bananas. And <laughs> no. now Steve, you said there's no other racing game on the, the switch really interested you. I'm really surprised. You're not a big hello kitty cruisers fan. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I'll wait till I come to visit you. Right? That, did that come out on physical? Did you actually yes, have to get yes, that one? Yes, I did. I had to buy that so, twice. Oh, twice! <laughs> so you're clearly a bigger fan. So clearly, buy it twice. Yeah, yeah. Wii U and Switch. Yeah, I still need to do my uh, my review of the the other. Um, I'm blanking on the name now, but uh, but the other uh, the sequel um, to the racing game that came out. Um, uh, 
anyhow, um, but I wasn't a huge fan. Still got to do the review on that. It comes soon. Hopefully, I'll remember the name of it by then too. Um, but uh, but yeah, I wasn't I wasn't too much of a realistic uh, racing fan until I played some more of the brand of the newer ones, um, mostly on Xbox because that's um, there hasn't really been anything on on the Nintendo systems, and uh, I'm kind of getting into it. Like I like the I like Forza Seven. Um, and, uh, I, I do enjoy arcade racers, I think more, but I'm, I'm starting to, to get into the realistic stuff a little, a little more. So I, I may end up picking this one up. Um, I'm surprised you don't like uh, grip or mantis. See, uh, I, I grip was okay. Um, I don't think that I, it didn't, it didn't really grab me like, like, uh, like I thought it would. Um, I haven't tried mantis yet. So, um, but, uh, but grip was, it was, it was just an okay game. So, uh, moving on, let's see here. Uh, they, they pretty much flew through a bunch of different titles. So I'm just going to announce, uh, like, just talk about all these real quick and we can kind of jump into the ones that really stand out to us. Uh, most of them are games that we knew about already. We basically just get confirmation from the release dates and, and a little bit of footage of each of these. Um, and then we'll kind of, save the last uh a couple announcements um till after this but uh first of all we learned a little bit about hellblade uh sinua's sacrifice which is coming this spring so not too far away uh mortal mortal kombat 11 is coming on april 23rd 2019 unravel 2 is coming on march 22nd of this year assassin's creed 3 remastered is coming to the nintendo switch on may 21st Final Fantasy VII is finally coming on March 26th. Uh, Chocobo Mystery Dungeon Everybody is hitting the Switch on March 20th. And Final Fantasy IX was available that day um, on the Nintendo Switch on on February 13th. So of all of those, uh, Greg, are there any that uh, stand out to you that you're really excited about? Yeah, most uh, definitely the Final Fantasy VII and quite possibly nine i know nine's already available but i didn't go through to look into purchasing it yet the fact so. that you said quite possibly there just like broke my heart i'm just not gonna lie <laughs> well <laughs> nine is, is such a better game well i know there's a oh. lot of um oh. hype around that's, that's like saying that cookie over there looks good uh, I might go for the the chocolate cake, but I don't know. Maybe I'll just have the cookie. Like, no, eat the chocolate cake. I, well, I'd go for from the cake. Or I'd go for the cookie over the cake, but ah, oh. <laughs> coming from someone whose last uh, Final Fantasy game was six, it's kind of hard to know anything between seven and nine and fourteen and twenty two and um, eighty five and six, all six, six is the best. You're ready at the pinnacle. <laughs> eighty five. So, all downhill from here. <laughs> so I've I know there's tons of hype around seven. I don't remember hearing like much of anything around nine. So if nine is the better game, then maybe that'd be the one to go purchase then. So um yeah. It is nice to see that Assassin's Creed is coming back to Switch, but I didn't really like it on Wii U, so that was probably be a pass for me. I'm just glad to see it, it trying again. Uh, Mortal Kombat is also definitely kind of interesting. I haven't played that since, I don't know, like the N64 maybe, maybe GameCube. I don't remember, but it'll be definitely pretty nice to see uh, Mortal Kombat on Switch as well. 
I think there was like a Wii or Wii U game, but I don't think I got it. Wii. Yeah. Armageddon was the last. Yeah. But the Switch, that is. Yeah. Or for the Nintendo like, systems, yeah. I mean. Yeah, I think the last one I had played, I think, was either 64 or GameCube. So, certainly been a while since I've played this series. Yeah. Yeah, I... Uh I Barry, I know I know you're a huge uh, Final Fantasy fan. You played these already, um, so it, is it enough to to play them again on Switch or uh, any of the uh, rest of the games? I, I will not because I've already played them and there's too many other things. And if they were physical, I would be buying them in a heartbeat. Uh, digital only means I won't. However, that's me. And if you haven't played them, I do suggest you do. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of hype around Seven because for many, it was their very first. RPG, and there wasn't a lot of hype around nine because nine came out along with the PlayStation Two, so that took a lot of the hype out. Nine is a call to classics, so if you last played the Super Nintendo ones, nine is your jam. Like nine is like seven was very much distance away. There was like motorcycles and like stuff like that. Eight got into like way more realistic like realism there's cars and it's it's hyper real as a graphics kind of deal and it, it was not fantasy like it, it felt more like a real world rpg and then nine was like nope we're going back to basics um so yeah it's uh nine is definitely worth it um chocobo dungeon uh i never played that one uh, i think that's a remake of the wii one uh, which i do have uh, again, I think it's Japan only physical with English, so I'll be importing it. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11, I'm super excited about because and it's it's like one of the few fighting games that I enjoy playing for the story. Um, I'm not a big competitive, but I really enjoyed what they did with Mortal Kombat 9 story. They kind of like rebooted it, and then that continued into Mortal Kombat 10. Uh, so. I'm assuming it's going to continue in 11, so I'll be getting it for the story, which is the weirdest thing to say for a fighting game, but that's me. I'm not your typical person when it comes to fighting games. Uh, Hellblade, I've heard good things about. Uh, I have it on PS4. Uh, I might play that one because from what I hear, like if you're not going to play it portably you know, and you're just going to play docked, you might as well play it on the PS4 kind of deal. Um, but I've heard, again, good things, and I think it's a big win for for Nintendo to get it, not only because they're getting it, but that's also a Microsoft game now because it's put out by Ninja Theory. Microsoft owns Ninja Theory, so the fact that it's even coming at all shows Microsoft is more willing to work with Nintendo, which is awesome. And that's why we're uh, getting um, uh, Xbox Live on Switch. Yeah. yeah, yeah. See, it's all part of it. Uh, Unravel Two is one of those games that when I saw it at E3, I'm like, this needs to be on Switch. Or we talked about that in our E3 coverage. Uh, so I'm glad it's there. I'm kind of upset that Unravel One isn't coming too. Like, it, you know, there is a box, you know, even a physical of Unravel One and Two for the PS4, uh, Europe only, sadly. But like, there's no reason they can't bring Unravel One as well. Like. Just, they should just both come as a double pack, I think, at this point. Uh, it's always hard to just jump into the sequel. But yeah, I, I think it's a good list of games. Assassin's Creed is the last one. I I played Assassin's Creed 3. I don't remember if I played it. I think I played it on 360. Uh, I didn't think it was a bad game, but I definitely think that the version they were showing was running really poorly. Uh, like, the frame rate was really stuttering. So, and I know that it is getting remastered on all all three systems. Again, another example of here it is on Switch, but it's also coming elsewhere. Mm-hmm. 
I, I'll be getting it because I'm getting all the physical. If you haven't played an Assassin's Creed game, uh, it's worth a look. It's Some people think it's the worst. I mean, I don't think it's a bad game. It's just not really my cup of tea. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed uh, Assassin's Creed 3 a little bit on the Wii U, but um, but it, it didn't grab me enough to, to keep playing through. I, I do like that it's remastered and they're including the other version and stuff like that in there, but it's probably not going to enough to uh, to get me, especially because I did think it it didn't hold up. It didn't look as good as the, the other systems. And so... Um, so yeah, I probably won't end up getting it as well. Um, same with Hellblade. I, I'm not. I don't think that'd be exciting for me. Um, I'm more of a more of a Street Fighter fan than a uh, Mortal Kombat guy. So uh, I'm gonna hold off and hopefully, you know, the next uh, Street Fighter game will finally come to Switch. Probably not gonna happen. But hey, I didn't expect Mortal Kombat 11 to come to Switch either. So we'll see. Um, Unravel Two is, is a game that I am excited about. I, I with you, Barry. I would like for them to to bring both. Um, I, I'm kind of surprised they didn't announce both they're going to come out maybe it's a that's an announcement so it's going to come later maybe it's one of those surprise things that we just find out you know when it does not when it does launch oh look uh sneaky announcement um unravel one's also available i don't know um not hold my breath but it would be nice to have to have uh, the first one as well and uh from all the final fantasy uh games um i i played seven originally on the playstation and so um, I, I've heard from a lot of people. I haven't played it from then a long time ago. Um, and so it's it's been years since I played it. But I've heard that it doesn't really hold up. It's not one of those uh, those games that holds up. So I'm not necessarily excited about downloading it again. But I haven't played 9. And so um, I think that's one of those that, uh, that I'm excited to have it. And I may eventually um, end up downloading it. Uh, Jakester's not going to allow me to until, until I finish Torna. I'm not allowed to touch another <laughs> RPG. But, um, but uh, eventually it'd, it'd be nice to, to, to play it. And it's cool to have it on handheld. I think that's one of those games that uh, that be fun to, to play on handheld as well. And uh, Chocobo's Mystery Dungeon, I've never been into or anything. So that it's not really exciting for me. But I know it's exciting for other people. So, um, all right. So, last two announcements, um, and uh, one is a brand new IP, and one is a um, a remake that uh, I don't think many many people saw coming. Um, people were hoping for it, but uh, let's talk about this I- new IP first, and that's from Platinum Games, who uh, maybe more recently best known for their Bayonetta franchise. And they're bringing a a brand new IP called Astral Chain. And this is an action adventure where you take this role, take a role of a a special police force unit. And uh, you work together with others to help in this futuristic city. And um, that's about all we know so far. (laughs) There's a little bit more shown, but that's, that's the basic details. Um, We don't really know how it all works. We don't know how the working with others really works in this, this special uh, police force unit but um but it was interesting enough for me uh to I, I my interest was definitely peaked and especially coming from platinum games that's uh that's a a big frame a big uh company that i love what they they put out in the past so it's it's enough to uh to make me interested greg uh are, are you particularly excited about this it did look very interesting so it might be something that i will be following and seeing more about so i know it i almost I know this is pretty silly, but I almost thought it was like Bayonetta that was like kind of showing off like like the type of combat style. But um, definitely, 
<sighs> seems a lot more to it than that. There's like all these like chain moves and everything, and it definitely looked very intense and intriguing. So it might be something that I'll be following and looking to hopefully that they release a demo for that I could uh, completely sell me on it. So it does look really great and very intense though. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I, I had no idea what I was watching first. I, I kept thinking it was like, is there like a time cop thing? Like what is going on here? And then like Jakester was, was hoping it was a wonderful one-on-one sequel. Um, but uh, Barry, what, what do you think about this game? Are you, are, are you intrigued? Uh, yes, very much so. I love Platinum. Um, I love new IPs from Nintendo. Uh, the more this trailer went on, the more I was sold. Uh, it just—it's just crazy. It's just crazy fun. And you know, when it first started, like I saw the helicopter, I'm like, "Is this going to be like flying over a racetrack? Is this going to be that Star Fox Grand Prix?" And then I'm like, "Nope, no, it totally is not." And, like, I know some people watching are like, oh, is this Xeno? And I knew, like, instantly. I'm like, no, nah, this is not Xeno. Like, Monolith Soft is not, you know, going to show off something this far along so soon after Torna. Like, no, nah, like, there, it's not happening. So I was like, what is this? What is And when it finally, you know, appeared Platinum, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, yeah, like, sold instantly. I love Platinum. Uh in fact, I can't think of a game from Platinum that I really did not like. Like, I even liked Anarchy Reigns, uh, which I know a lot of people were like meh on. So, yeah, instant buy. Um, so excited. And I love that Nintendo is pulling in new IPs. Like, that was one of the biggest criticisms of the Wii era. Like, outside of the Wii-specific thing is Nintendo doesn't really have any new IPs. It's just Mario, Mario. And if you ask people now on the Switch... It's like Nintendo doesn't have any new IPs. It's just Mario, Mario. But they do, they do. You're just not looking. And this is clearly another one. So I'm so happy to see this. Uh, yeah, this is a day one for me for sure. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like I, that was one of the big things that I that I took from from this direct was it seemed like you know sure they they didn't have a ton of information about Smash Ultimate updates and they didn't have any information about Animal Crossing, but they brought some new IP, which is always awesome. They brought some uh, reconfirmations uh, of third party support that they got in there, and uh, then some new third party support, um, both from you know, games that are coming out in other systems to remakes or remasterings of, of existing games. And it really seemed like a, a, a broad stroke there. And, uh, and I was really excited to see this game and I'm really interested to, to find out more. Um, it looks fun. Uh, like you said, Barry, I mean, there's, there's not really anything that Platinum's made that was, was awful. Um, so like they're a great company and, uh, and this looks interesting enough and I, and it's still a mystery. There's just not much that they shared. So that, that intrigues me as well. Like, Oh, we gotta figure out more, and and they'll be uh, sharing more over time. But maybe some of they're they're still gonna leave as a mystery as we find out as we play the game, um, which is which is always fun for sure. All right, well, now we come to the final announcement, which um, I know I know some people were hoping that it eventually happened. Um, I was I was not in that camp I, I this is actually one of my least favorite zelda games get out now um, steve i know i know 
But uh, The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening is is coming in a remake uh, to the Nintendo Switch. It's got updated graphics. It's got an, uh, a little bit slightly uh, different view. It's not a top-down. It's kind of like three-quarters uh, view on it. Uh, it's got this cutesy toy-like uh, graphic, uh, graphical interface and everything. It looks really cool um, to me. I know people are kind of back and forth on the graphics and everything, but to me, I think it, it looks beautiful. Um, and and uh, and it just it looks really fun and and I really like some way for like shame like I know okay let me before you guys jump into your your thoughts uh, let me explain why and I think and and I'll also couple that with the the thoughts of why I think I'm going to like this version a lot better um, and that's because I think my biggest criticisms is not necessarily the game but it's the limitations of the game boy that made it not fun to play um, because you had to jump back and forth in the menu system to trade out your, your uh, weapons and, and items and stuff like that. And along with that, I hate that every time I bumped into a stinking rock, I got a dialogue box. That's annoying. And it ruined the game for me and I stopped playing it and I never beat it. Um, but it looks like that uh, this is this is going to be it's to be different. You're going to have a lot more buttons on the switch. Probably going to be able to switch out items and everything. Already, we know that you can uh, jump while carrying weapons, so that's that's immediately better. Um, and my guess is they're not going to make you have that dialogue box every time you bump into a rock like you did before without carrying um, the the item that I'm forgetting. Um, so yeah, so. If that's all the case, then then it may become one of my favorite Zelda games. But as it stands on the Game Boy, it was not. Um, but this this version might change my mind. So, uh, Barry, how about you, you start off, uh, then we'll go to Greg. Uh, yeah, this is my favorite Zelda of all time. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm very excited about this. This best story, best cast of characters, the ability to mix and match things you couldn't do before, like the bomb arrows and the ability to jump in 2D was the first time with the rock's feather and just just all the cool Mario crossovers and the Kirby crossover. and like, like it, it was just so surreal and so cool. And the music, ah, uh, like like the flute was in Link to the Past and, you know, the recorder was in, in uh, the original Zelda. And while this also has the ocarina, this is really where the whole music motif that has been in Zelda games took center stage, finding the the instruments of the siren. Like, yeah, okay, so it got annoying when you you saw a text box, <laughs> but that's not not enough to quit a game. And and going into menus, um, did you beat Ocarina of Time? Um, the Water Temple was way worse than anything you had to do. You very rarely had to get rid of the sword. Only, like, if you needed to use the Pegasus boots and the Rock Feather or the Bomb Arrows. <clears throat> Everything else wasn't nearly as bad as, as you make it seem. But, <laughs> yeah, this game is phenomenal. This game is amazing. It looks amazing. This is the game that I was texting my friend when it appeared. Like, I was just like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, take my money now. Like, all of it now. Like, I just couldn't type fast enough. Um, this is, if, if you took away everything in the direct, this is the one thing I would say, keep this please. Um, so yeah, like I, I can't wait. If there's a special edition, if there's amiibo, I don't care. I'm buying all the merchandise. Like it's, it's <laughs> happening. 
Nice. Nice. So, all right. So you got me on one camp. That's uh, it's one of my least favorite Zelda games. It's, it's Barry's favorite game. Greg, where are you stand on Link's Awakening? I'm definitely on team Barry on this for oh, shame, Steve. Like, there you go. <laughs> I have like memories of like trying to like change out the batteries. Just like, Oh my God, I can't save Zelda. And the light's going to blink. It's going to die. Got to change the batteries. And like that game was just like so intense. I mean, I, it really get like really cemented my favorite like into like Zelda. So like after having really enjoyed the first two on the NES and actually I did skip Link to the Past until Wii, um, it was definitely one of like one of my favorite games because like never really get to see Link jump and kind of stuff like that. So that was all really cool to me. I did enjoy all like the weird like Mario references. I wasn't sure if they'd take that out, but then sure enough, you saw the Goombas like. <laughs> fully moving around so um definitely excited to see that they are doing are staying true and leaving all those um tie-ins in place so i am definitely very sold on it i was very happy with what they did with uh samus returns game boy game that returned and remade so definitely have very high hopes that they're going to be treating zelda very well and Link's awakening is easily a day one purchase for me one of my higher on the tier list for my Zelda game. So nice. Nice. Yeah. I mean, like I said, this, uh, the, the game boy limitations were the, the primary reason that, uh, that it's not as high on my list. So this, this might allow me to, to really fully and enjoy and appreciate the game, uh, like you guys do. So, um, because all those limitations seem to be washed away, at least they should be. Um, and so I, I hope to, uh, to play it as well and, and beat it. And maybe my appreciation will be as high as what you guys have said so You're far. To me, Steve. <laughs> no i love i love all those things that you guys talked about i really do i think it's a it's a brilliant idea for a game i love the fact that it does incorporate all these different things and new elements and and jumping while well, all that stuff i i loved all of it it really just there were certain things about the limitations of the game boy just made me just like uh and i think here's the deal i played it later i did not play it when it first came out I, I played it. Uh, in fact, I think it was on DS or 3DS. I think was the first time I ever played it. And uh, because I had always played the, I, I've talked about this on previous podcasts that, but I was never into the handheld versions of uh, of Zelda. Um, and that goes from the Game Boy versions to the DS versions and everything. Um, I wasn't. I was never really into the, the handheld versions, so I never played it until it uh, it came back out on the Virtual Console. And and by that point, maybe if I played it. Yeah, when I was younger, that wouldn't have annoyed me. But as a modern thinking gamer now with all this different modern stuff, those things annoyed me. And so if I, I it would have been different maybe when I was younger. I don't know about you, Greg. I, I see him moving his mouth, but I don't hear any any <laughs> voice coming out of him. It, it, it's just like like I need to play Link's Awakening. I need to play Torna. I need to play Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Like, that's all I hear out of him now. I think that's all I'm going to hear out of him for, for at least a while until he takes back such blasphemous comments. I want to know, like, where he's getting stuck, where there's, like, a rock, like, everywhere he turns around. Like, yeah, like, I never encountered is he, like, that. Is he, like, is he, like, somehow like, between, like, four rocks, he's, like, stuck and he couldn't, like, move? Or, like, like that's yes. what I'm, like... <laughs> Same play when I do uh, Call of Duty. I'm just like stuck in a corner, bouncing against the wall. No, um, no. <laughs> There's I mean, part. Never mind. So Anyhow, I'm gonna. I'm going to enjoy the Switch version for sure. 
So if you know you can't interact with the rock once, why are you hitting it the second and the third I'm time? I'm accidentally running into it. I feel like I, you How just you barely touch it. You like turn around and all of a sudden there it is. Like, and and maybe it's a limitation actually of the Game Boy. Who knows? Or, or not the Game Boy, but the uh, the 3DS with the analog stick or something. Um, maybe it just moves faster than it should or something. I don't know. But I felt like I, I just brush against something and and then all of a sudden it was like, oh, you can't move it. And it tells me every time, like, I don't know why it needs to tell me every time. I understand. I can't move it because I don't have the thing, but why do you have to tell me every time? <laughs> Even if I didn't turn around and hit one all the time, why does that have to tell me every time? <laughs> why didn't Skyward Sword say like, Oh, you found this uh, beetle that you found like 18 of <laughs> like it treated like the first time you saw it. <laughs> I also agree with that. <laughs> Not disagreeing. So, Anyhow, I am looking forward to this version because I want to appreciate this game as much as you guys do. So, yeah, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it. And it's uh, it's coming out later this year, which is uh, it's pretty awesome. I think it's uh, very similar to when they when they remade um, Wind Waker. It was kind of like, oh, yeah, we've been working on this. So and you're, you'll be able to play it pretty soon. Um, so that's really cool that it'd be coming out this year. Um, and I think we even talked about uh, a previous um in a previous podcast maybe in the last one about a, a 2d zelda game thinking like why would they release a 2d zelda game um but I'm, I'm assuming you guys are like oh okay that's why they would release a 2d zelda game this one kind of came out of left field i'm pretty excited about that so all right any any further thoughts about uh, nintendo direct before we uh before we wrap up today did he ask a question greg i couldn't tell lola here was torna <laughs> link's awakening torna link's awakening <laughs> That's like the official Nintendo Fuse meme now. It's like Steve. <laughs> Steve just digs himself a new hole each time. Yeah, that, 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 that shoe just keeps mm-hmm. going right in, and it just mm-hmm. keeps going down. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like a boa constrictor at yeah. this point. Yeah. Yeah, his jaw is on him. I can't wear the shoe because I only got two buttons. I got to switch out the thing in the menu. And, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah I, you do. <laughs> I, but yeah, but Barry, I don't know about you, but this was definitely one of my favorite directs. Having oh, yeah. Fire Emblem, Mario Maker, um, Link's Awakening—it's like some of the stuff I very, very much am very excited about. So it's pretty hard to beat that, unless they were to throw in like Mario Kart in there as well. But I'll just take what I get and had three very, very, very um, super titles. I'm looking forward to outside of uh yoshi so yeah this is this is a great direct um there's tons of great content summer is going to be packed i don't know how i'm going to have time to play everything i want in summer like i don't even know if i'll be able to watch e3 i'll just be too busy playing these other games like it's insane just I'm, i'm excited and i hope i hope that there is another direct between now and e3 uh i obviously i expect some kind of game specific maybe pokemon specific maybe uh you know probably not yoshi but maybe like fire emblem specific or or some other game we don't know about specific or or labo maybe that labo vr will, will get its own specific direct but i would hope there's another standard direct even if it's just a mini between now and e3 Usually they do, like it's like in April or early May. Yeah, usually, but they also usually do a January Direct, and this was pushed to February, and I don't see them doing one in May with June E3. Yeah, but I mean, they could still move the April one up or leave it where it's at. But uh, I hope. 
It just depends. Yeah, it just depends on what they have coming. If it's not really going to be a whole lot, I mean, then they might just not have one. They just did an Indies Direct in in January, so maybe another Indies thing, Indies Showcase. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I, I expect something else. We'll see. We'll see for sure. Um, so before we wrap up, I uh, just want to remind you guys to uh, send in your questions. Uh, we do love to address your questions in our podcast, um, especially when we don't have an entire podcast filled with lots of announcements and rumors to talk about. Uh, but if you want to send in your questions, send them to podcast at NintendoFuse.com. You can also contact us on social media and follow us there. Just search for at NintendoFuse on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, we're also on Facebook and our um, and our Facebook group as well. We'd love you to to join in that as well. And um, before we wrap up, uh, let's talk about what we're looking forward to over the next uh, couple weeks to play. Greg, uh, what anything uh, particularly exciting that uh, you're looking forward to? Outside those uh, pre-mentioned demos and uh, um, well, and Tetris 99, uh, I did was looking at to see if there was a game called Rotating Brave that looks like it's very like a retro style um platform or adventure game so that did look kind of interesting um and then i was and then that uh under undertale uh, follow-up game that's free the delta 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 rune yeah that i would be uh looking forward to as well before the next podcast cool cool barry uh anything you're gonna be jumping on the next couple weeks uh I'm planning to probably try to finish up the games I've got going on. Uh, I think, depending on when it gets to me, uh, the Phoenix Wright trilogy uh, is coming out in Japan physically, but it includes the English versions. Uh, so I never got around to playing them. I played the Professor Layton's, but not the Phoenix Wrights. So I might pop that in and give it a shot, just as something uh, a little different. Um, but I guess I'll have to see. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um, I know we're, uh, we're hoping to get a, uh, Barry and I are trying to work on, um, trials rising. Um, yes. uh, standard editions coming to switch on February 26th. And so, uh, we're trying to get, uh, some review copies of that and get a, get a game chat about that. So kind of, kind of follow up on our, um, our, our dirt bike trick genre sort of thing. That's not really a series, <laughs> but I want to make it a series and uh, hopefully we can find a, find a good one out there. Um, I think it, this one would be good, but, uh, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, haven't played it on switch yet. So, um, I'm also, I, I'm not necessarily, um, going to be picking this up, but I just, I think it's cool that it's coming out. Just a reminder that, uh, Toe Jam and Earl, um, back in the grooves coming out on March 1st. So if you're a big Toe Jam, Toe Jam and Earl fan, that's kind of cool. You can pre-order and, the physical edition right now at limited run while it's still open for pre-orders. Nice. Nice. And this, uh, this other game, it comes out right after our next podcast. Uh, so we're our next podcast is March 4th, um, next episode, but, uh, March 5th, um, RBA baseball 19 is coming out and, uh, I'm not really excited about this, but I'm, I'm interested to see if they finally get it right with, uh, with the night, the 2019 version. And it's coming out so early. Uh, it's like the earliest they've been able to release an RBI baseball game. It's like barely, uh, into 19 they're already releasing yeah. it so uh yeah the baseball well, season hasn't even started yet <laughs> i know i know so the, kit, the catchers and pitchers have already reported for spring training so 
Yeah, they start spring training, but for the usually the you know summer is when the baseball games get released. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, yeah, Barry, uh, not Barry, um, Blake, and I uh, recently did uh, finally did our game chat over RBA Baseball eighteen, and um, you can go watch it, but. Um, I wouldn't download the game or uh, buy the game, but uh, you, you can watch our game chat about it. Um, so I'm 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 not holding my breath about 19, but um, we'll probably end up getting uh, review copies and and we'll we'll see what we think about 19 and, and hopefully get our game chat up a little faster this time around. Uh, but uh, yeah, the big thing I'm I'm excited about is uh, is Trials Rising. I, I I love that kind of genre of game, and uh, we haven't had a good one yet yeah, um, on Switch. Switch. So but after you finish Link's Awakening, right? Um, that's later this year. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so I'm saying the game boy. Game boy win. Yeah. yeah, go finish the original. I gotta, first. I gotta go finish Torna for before that. Yes, yes, yeah. finish Torna. I'll, I'll let him do that first. I, I, I knew Barry was going to point that. Torna's out, a whole so. lot better than Link's Awakening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hmm. That's actually arguable. <laughs> arguable. Huh? Okay, here we go. At least I'm, I'm somewhat back on your good side there. <laughs> 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 all right well pros. thanks <laughs> thanks everybody for tuning in uh just another reminder to subscribe and share this video with other people you like if you're watching on youtube make sure you hit that bell also to be alerted uh for every new video that we post another reminder that our next episode is on march 4th 2019 and so it's just a couple weeks away um any uh, final thoughts barry you got something yeah uh, i just also want to mention that in between our two podcasts uh, i did actually do another podcast. I was a guest on the uh, Stone Age Gamer podcast, episode 240, their State of the Union. And uh, that you can go to geekade.com, give some love to them over there. They're great guys. Uh, and listen to that podcast. Uh, that was a lot of fun to do. And hopefully uh, we can do some more collaborations. But uh, yeah, give them some love and tell them Nintendo Fuse sent you because uh, love spreading the love in the community. Yeah, totally, for sure. Well, Greg, Barry, it's been great. And uh, thanks to everybody in the chat. We had a, several people in the chat. It's been a, it's been a great to, to kind of follow along with you guys and have you join in the conversation for uh, this episode. But uh, until we see you and, and you guys hear us next time, uh, happy gaming. Happy gaming, guys. Catch you all later.